This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. The morning show is on now. And it's all right. KLAQ Studios in beautiful, sunny El Paso, Texas. It's time for the Buzz Adams Morning Show. You rock me like a hurricane. Oh, I know I do. On 95.5 KLAQ. Thank you so much. Good morning and thank you for joining us today. It's Thursday with the Buzz Adams Morning Show and we have a lot to get to on today's show. We're going to have a true crime report coming up in about an hour and when we do that true crime report will include the florida man game i know how much people love to play along when we do the florida man game so we've got that on the way el paso weather uh, pretty consistent here every day in the forecast this week we've had about a 15 to 20 percent chance of rain and uh, highs in the mid 90s looks like we're gonna have more of that and it's gonna last through the weekend Speaking of the weekend, we're not quite there, but we're almost to the pre-kind. The pre-kind. The freaking pre-kind. <laughs> if you want to know what the pre-kind is, here's Joanna Barba to get to explain it to you. <laughs> the pre-kind is Thursday lunch. Because we figure at that point, most people are like, "All right, I got one more day. I could go out. Have I could a few have. Drinks. I could have a beer." I could hang out a little extra late. I could kind of treat it like a weekend and then manage to drag my sorry butt to work on Friday and then get to and the real weekend. Friday after work is the, the weekend. weekend. Right. But today, afternoon, freaking pre-kid. Freaking pre-kid. Baby, want to have me some fun. And how hard is it to get out of bed when it's thundering and lightning? <laughs> It's okay, you guys. Thursday, we're almost there. There was some thunder and lightning. I didn't hit any yes. rain on my way in, but you could definitely tell that 15 to 20% chance of rain is still in the forecast. Where is the thundering and lightning and wind? Uh, on the west side, it definitely is. On the west side, yeah. it was. Right now. Yeah. And now? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this morning. About an hour ago, when I was struggling to get out of bed. We've got another week left in registering for our Iron Maiden flyaway trip. It's Iron Maiden in Denver, Colorado. KLAQ and BMG Music want to send you to see Iron Maiden. It's going to include uh, two tickets for the show at Ball Arena, hotel for two nights, airfare for you and a guest, commemorative tour t-shirts, and $500 spending cash is going to be part of the deal as well. So we've got all of this week, all of next week, and next weekend. And then uh, registration is going to run out. The show is going to be Saturday, September the 17th. So it's just like six days after Iron Maiden plays in El Paso. We, we're doing a flyaway trip to see Denver. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can see them twice. See them once at El Paso and then see them in Denver. Is Iron Maiden the band with a mascot? Yeah, as a matter of fact, you got it. Iron Maid does have a mascot. What's his name? Eddie. 
And he's like a crypt keeper or a kind of like a ghoul? like a like a cor- a reanimated corpse, I guess I would say. He's always he showed up I'm doing like, cool stuff, man. Yeah, he, oh, he showed up in a DC comic book. Eddie, did. yeah, I was just reading that. Now here's how you could enter the trip every day, including Saturday and Sunday. So every day we give you three code words, and I can even kind of pinpoint when the code words are going to be every day at 10.15 a.m., every day at 2.15 p.m., and then again at 5.15 p.m. Now, when you hear those code words, tap the KLAQ mobile app and look for the Rocky Mountain Maiden button on the mobile app. Yes, you'll need the mobile app uh, to register for that. Enter the code. The more codes you enter, the better chance you have of winning. It's brought to you by the all-new Earl of Sandwich, the sandwich that started it all. Now open with their first location in El Paso at 3581 North Zaragoza. Download the KLAQ mobile app if you don't have it already on your iPhone through the App Store or your Android through the Google Play Store. You know, I found out Earl, not the title. It was his name. He's a guy named his Earl. His name was Earl from Sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's inaccurate. Everything you said there is exactly wrong. He was the, he was that was his title of nobility. The, really? the original sandwich guy was the Earl, Earl of, of sandwich. sandwich. I thought it was like my name is Earl. Like, just some old timey dude named Earl. And my I grew up in sandwich. I love sandwiches. <laughs> well, the Earl of Sandwich. Do you know the story about how the Earl of Sandwich invented the sandwich? I don't. Tell me. Do you really not? I really don't. Uh, So this is back in the 17, I believe, 1700s, a long time ago. The Earl of Sandwich. uh, Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. He wanted something so that he could use only one hand? Yep, because he was an avid gambler and he would play cards. Well, he wanted something to eat that he could hold in one hand while he played cards with the other. So he had his chef put meats and other things in between two slabs of bread. And thus, the sandwich was bored. But that's not how you play cards. You need both hands to play cards. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know a fun fact about the Earl of Sandwich? Tell us. The Sandwich the, Islands were named the, after him. The, the, the uh, heir oh. to the throne is married to an American woman. The heir to the throne of, of the Earl, sandwich of the sandwich, the Earl of Sandwich oh. uh, dynasty. <laughs> Her name is Julie Montague. Montague. What? I think from California. And she's, uh, she, boy, if she turned out to be the heiress of the Jimmy John fortune, would that just be a match made <laughs> heaven or what? <laughs> the Earl of Sand, the current Earl of Sandwich, marries the heiress of the Jimmy Johns. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's find out. Let's go around and find out what we have uh, coming up. I mentioned about an hour we are going to have a true crime report, including the Florida Man game. Woo! Joanna, lead us off with entertainment news. What do we have coming up on the entertainment side of things today? Well, soon you'll have to pay more to watch Disney Plus ad-free oh in December God. as they turn into a two-tier platform. How about if you're already paying the full freight? So that you don't watch the ads. Is that going to go up? I mean, eventually, I right of course, now, it's, it's going to go up. But it's all one thing. It's right all now. one price right now with no ads. Uh, okay. So Starting December, that will go away. God, you know, it's almost like a huge money grab for Disney right now. They just had their best quarter ever. They just beat Netflix for the first time in total subscribers. And, and it's like 
Okay. Well, it increased prices for some things, too. Yeah. Sounds like... Uh, why doesn't anybody get upset when Disney gouges us like the oil companies do? Yeah, they right. just had record uh, record Your profits, quarter, yeah. record profits, and they're raising the prices. Exactly. Why we, we need to take we need that? to take Disney down. I am upset. All right. <laughs> news headlines: Megan McCormick's going to be bringing us news not only during the news segment but throughout the day. Anytime we got questions about stuff going on, so. Uh, Tease us a little bit. Yeah, Tell us what's coming yeah. up in the news today. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, we're going to talk a little bit more about Trump pleading the fifth. Um, Over 400 was, times oh. is what the story said. Interesting. More about that. Also, uh, apparently the raid, there was uh, an FBI informant that was involved in that. So I am going to tell you about that. The PACT Act was signed. There's a kind of a Texas connection. That's the one that John Stewart was very vocal about. The one about the... I mean, Kind of the most front-facing aspect of that is taking care of veterans who worked at toxic burn pits. I mean, that was definitely the part that uh, John Stewart was was most uh, vocal about, right? Yeah, good news is it's signed. Thank goodness. And um, a little July inflation update. Gas is below $4 and uh, give you kind of an outlook, local, a little local angle on that as well. All right. All that is ahead with news headlines today. And here is Nico and Jimmy. <laughs> it feels like I left him aside, but he's definitely got something. What is it? Nico? What do you What do you want to let everybody know about? Inflation is zero percent, apparently. Inflation, according is 0%. to Joe Biden. <laughs> I don't okay. know what what that means. What What does it mean if inflation zero percent? I don't know. Does That's that mean what... it's gone up as high as it possibly can? <laughs> <laughs> so there's zero percent more inflation could happen. <laughs> yeah, actually, no. He made the statement yesterday, uh, and it was kind of a, ga- a gaff oh. that people are jumping on. Um, oh, he said it, but he didn't. It's. It's not well, accurate. no, no, they are they are claiming this, and it, they they are right. If you look at the, if you really break down the numbers and kind of do some imagination, so core inflation is still high, but the consumer price index is going down. So things like food, um, gas uh, prices, all those are going down. You could be saying all that in like Mesopotamian, like a language nobody speaks, and it would mean about the same. All right, thing. how about this? Let's say month over month it hasn't increased. So it's 0% from the last month. Okay. So it hasn't increased since last month. It's still 8.5% in total. (laughs) So not zero. It's not zero. It's 8.5%. Listen, I think I speak for a large swath of our listenership when I say you have got it done it way, way down for me, if you want me to understand. So that's good. Inflation being 8.5%? No, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. That's what yeah. I thought. Okay. Yeah. But that it hasn't gone up. I assumed you had heard this gaff already. So I thought you were going to. No, gonna... no. I'm, okay. still, I'm still watching that video of Biden trying to get his jacket on. He can't find the right armhole. <laughs> I still got like at least three more days of just joy out of that. Uh, all right. We got neckline calls. We'll be getting to those. There's a. Uh, a trailer out, perhaps you've seen it, uh, for a documentary about Army Hammer. This is a Discovery Plus docu-series called House of Hammer, as the name implies. They're like, Army Hammer's not the only weird one in that family. Uh, I wonder if they're trying to compete with House of Gucci. <laughs> House of Hammer. House of Hammer. Also, couldn't that include MC Hammer? 
probably not. I think he was adopted. So MC Hammer. Yeah, I, I think the Hammer family adopted Did he MC sue for that? by Army Hammer family. Okay. Once again, that should have been obvious that it's a joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll hear some of this. Also, this is coming up in Today in Sound Clips. What if you could get to the airport to catch your plane without sitting in traffic, without waiting for a cab to pick you up, without being dropped off at the front gate, going through all the rigmarole and all the hassle? Helicopter. Helicopter taxis or flying taxis. Uh, United Airlines just put down a $10 million deposit on 100 electric flying taxis that would pick you up, take you up in the air, take you to the airport, drop you off right where you need to be. So we're going to find out more about that coming up. And today's National Hip Hop Day as well. Woo! So happy yeah. Hip Hop yeah. Day. Freak a leak. You got to. Spit a few. <laughs> you gonna improvise a few rhymes here? Um, no. no. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you knew a lot of rap. I I know some rap. Okay. Uh, I like big butts. I can't lie. There's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty hardcore too, right? <laughs> as far as rap goes and hip hop. I mean. His name's Sir Mixlon. <laughs> He's knighted by the Queen. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get to our late night roundup, and then we'll come back with today in sound clips. If you didn't stamp what like a one hundred million dollar Flash superhero movie on the shelf and ready to go, and I still think they're gonna have to they're gonna have to scrap it because Ezra Miller's back in uh, today's entertainment news for really unfortunate. And, like, The Flash is one of my favorite superheroes, I'd say. Be him, between him and Green Lantern, I'd say they're, like, my top two. Should should DC and Warner have made the decision a year ago, hey, we're, we're cutting Ezra Miller? Because they could have, right? Like, some right. of his erratic behavior. And like when he first choked somebody? That's actually a really good point, Joanna. Like, because I know with Marvel stars, they're super strict about their behavior. Yeah, they cut down Wasp. Role because she was like she, anti. She was she was stuff. anti. She was kind of lowercase. She was very anti about the the restrictions. Right. So it's it's kind of puzzling why they didn't do that. But one, knowing that they're not going to be able to make a sequel, no matter how good this does. Oh work. right, his his brand is so poisoned right, right now. That I I wonder if this movie will ever get released unless they go back and replace uh, Ezra Miller the way they replaced Kevin Spacey in that movie about <gasps> Rockefeller or whoever why uh, J Paul they, Getty I guess why can't they just do that CGI thing where they like CGI the dude from the show it's not all the it's not Henry Cavill's mustache it's a whole person I'm just saying like well when they did it with there. that Grant Gustin when they did it with uh, Kevin Spacey and all the money in the world. Well, when, he wasn't he, the main character of the. I mean, I know it's about that he character. Was, yeah, but he, he was wasn't a, the main. He was the main character. No, he wasn't the protagonist of the story. Did you see the movie? Yeah, he. Yeah, it was about the son. <laughs> it was. It was about his grandson who had been kidnapped. But look, I I I feel like you didn't see the movie because <laughs> the character <laughs> is in every scene. Is in most scenes, yeah. But they went back and just reshot it with Christopher Plummer, so a whole different actor. 
Um, Nico, do you know what a spelunker is? Somebody who enjoys spelunker. spelunking. Yeah, spelunking, first of all. It's called spelunking. Spelunking, but and they are called spelunkers. Yes, and they like to go dive into the ocean and... Mm, incorrect. No? <laughs> or collect things in the water? Mm, water? Not, uh... Well, you know what? I guess if a cave were filled with water, a yeah. spelunker might get in the water, but it refers yeah. specifically to cave Caves. explorers. Yeah. Oh. Um... Some spelunkers were exploring Missouri's second longest cave on Saturday, found a lost dog that had been missing for two months. Oh, no. They believed the dog might have got lost in the cave and was down there for two oh, months. That's oh, heartbreaking. No. They got her out okay. Her name is Abby, and she's a senior dog. Oh. Once they got her out, they went door-to-door looking for her owner until they found them. It turned out that she went missing on June 9th, and they hadn't seen her since. And they're wondering, well, was she in the cave the entire time, most of the time, or what? But Abby, the cave dog, is now back (laughs) home safe with her family. It's a good week for lost dogs. What was the other story? Never give up hope. The Texas dog that was missing for six years and... Turned up all the way on the other side of the state. Away. Yeah, I guess the the Sasha, the soccer team that was trapped in the cave. That I mean, they were technically splunking. I don't know. I mean, it sounds water yeah. Splunking. I guess yeah, water splunking, right? No, no. The, see, then this movie's they out. Were swimming. Well, no, they were exploring the they cave exploring and the, the water and the, it rained, level rain. And I think there was already. You know, look, I need to watch that movie, but. Whatever happened, the, the way they I love got how that's into the, the basis case. for most of the yeah. knowledge that you have is like, did I see that movie about that thing? Yeah. Mm. They swam into. I mean, they swam into the cave, and then the rain happened, and the, the water level rose was so that high it? that it was too right. That they right. So there was already water in yes, there, and yes. they swam, but yes. then it had risen so high they couldn't. Swim that's why a lot of those yeah. caves are near beaches and stuff, or off off the ocean. So when you, when you think of spelunking, it's often t- tied to like ocean swimming or swimming in the sea. Television tonight, they're doing a baseball game at the Field of Dreams. Uh, they did this, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before with Kevin Costner. They actually had the players walk out of the cornfield. Oh, that's field so cool. At the, at the cornfield in Iowa where they filmed Field of Dreams. The Cincinnati Reds play the Chicago Cubs at the Dyersville, Iowa cornfield from Field of Dreams. It doesn't say if Kevin Costner is going to be there. Is it, okay, I know we went through this about a week ago. Is James Earl Jones alive or deceased? He's alive. He's alive, dude. You're the one that keeps saying he's dead. I feel like I, w- I saw his funeral, and then I stopped and realized... Where would you have seen his funeral? In the well, Mandela world, maybe. Right? I definitely saw King, Jaf- King Jafar's funeral in Coming to America, oh too. God. The first thing that you, if you type in... James Earl Jones in Google, the first thing just says, James Earl Jones, and it completes with, not yet. <laughs> in in Coming to America 2, uh-huh. the king dies, and they have a whole tribute. He dies in the movie. I know, but it's just like, for some reason, it's branded he in my He is brain. 90 years old, though. So, any day. <laughs> I mean, Nico. Sorry, I'm just saying. Don't say that. 
Over on ESPN tonight, oh, by the way, that Field of Dreams game is going to be carried on Fox starting at 5 o'clock today. The the finale of the Derek Jeter docuseries, The Captain, airs tonight on ESPN. Who calls him the biracial angel? It was in a movie or something. It wasn't a movie I was familiar with, but that's what Brandon would call him all the (sighs) The time. The biracial angel. Uh, Oh, here's the latest on Ezra Miller, since we brought that up. The woman... Oh, do you have this coming up? <laughs> we can talk about it now. No. I can delete that. That's fine. All right. So the the woman and her three children who were staying with Ezra Miller in Vermont are now considered missing. So uh, many questions. The First authorities of all. wanted to go so over there. We, we hear Why was there a woman living with him in Vermont? Apparently she had been abused by, by an ex and Ezra Miller was giving her and the kids refuge. Is this, can, didn't he have an Airbnb? Is this, what, did you guys hear about that? It tried to make it an Airbnb or something? Let me just read what I got. Vermont police are looking for the 25-year-old woman and her children, ages 5, 4, and 1, believing that the star Flash, Ezra Miller, may be concealing their whereabouts. According to court documents, Vermont state police officers say they attempted at least twice over the weekend uh, to serve the mom an emergency care order requested by the state's attorney office. Miller told cops the family hadn't lived there in months. They don't believe him. They think that he might be hiding or he knows where they are and is not telling them. So, again, I'm not sure this Flash movie ever sees the light of day unless they go back and recast it and kind of do it all over again. Look at those cheekbones, though. Yeah, well, if I had that much makeup on, I'd have cheekbones, too, I'll bet. I don't know about that. <laughs> Let's take a look at the Mo Show calendar and Daily Almanac of events here real quick. Here's something fun for you. Both Thor and Hulk have a birthday today. Oh, cool. It's Chris Hemsworth who plays Thor and Hulk Hogan the wrestler. <laughs> They share a birthday. Chris Hemsworth, Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, turns 39 today. And Hulk Hogan turns 69 today. Today is also Hip Hop, National Hip Hop Day, and Presidential Joke Day. Actress Anna Gunn, who played Walter White's wife Skyler on Breaking Bad, turns 54 today. And controversial comedian and podcaster Joe Rogan turns 55. Viola Davis is 57. She played Amanda Waller in the Suicide Squad movies. And uh, Ian McDermott, the Emperor or Supreme Chancellor Palpatine oh. in the Star Wars movies. I saw him as a, never knew his name. As a background character in what the hell was I watching? It was just Shakespeare in like, Love, probably. No, no, it wasn't Shakespeare in Love, but it was something like an older movie. Oh, you know what it was? <laughs> Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh, nice. <laughs> with uh, Michael Caine and Steve Martin. And there's Emperor Palpatine. He's a butler. And I'm like... <laughs> Interesting. That's Emperor Palpatine. Uh, so Ian McDermott is 78, meaning when he played Emperor Palpatine the first time in uh, Return of the Jedi, he must have only been like 38 years, like in his 30s. Yeah. Then he came back for the prequels, 
You know, he would have been in his late 40s, early Early 50s. 50s, Now he's 78, so why hasn't he been in more stuff? He's great. I never even knew his name. Ian McDiarmid. McDiarmid. Yeah, has played Emperor Palpatine since Return of the Jedi. It wasn't him in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Because it only showed it. Wait, like his, he he played him in Return of the Jedi. He played Emperor Palpatine in Return of the Jedi. That's right. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, uh, I thought they had ca- just cast him for the prequels, and that's he's been doing the prequels on. Mm-mm. He was the same character wow. in Return of the Jedi that Darth Vader picks. Spoiler: Darth Vader picks him up, and throws him over the railing of the new of uh, Death Star Two. And for some reason, in Return of the Jedi, he's supposed to be way older as Sidious than. It- yeah, well that. They had him all made up. Yeah. Remember he got in that fight with Mace Windu and it screwed up his face and stuff? <laughs> Come on. Don't make me explain what's obvious to everybody. And here's an interesting just historical side note, I guess you would say. It was on this date that the very first prisoners started arriving at Alcatraz. 1934. You would think, oh, well, Alcatraz must have been around for 100 years, years, but it wasn't really. It was only open from 34 through the, I don't know, 60s or 70s when they finally closed down Alcatraz. It's been a tourist attraction in San Francisco ever since, but only back to 1934, that's when the first prisoners started showing up at Alcatraz. And now, great moments in history. August 11th, 1934. The first federal prison inmates arrive at Alcatraz. Welcome to the rock. Welcome to the rock. Welcome to the rock. As your warden, you can count on me to do my best. Your best. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and f*** prom queen. Yes, well, uh, Officer Jones, make sure that inmate becomes familiar with this facility. We may need him someday to take this prison back from the hands of a rogue paramilitary group. (laughs) This has been Great Moments in History. These guys aren't good at much. They sure do. Make me laugh. (laughs) The Buzz Adams Morning Show. 855 KLAQ. We're going to have entertainment news coming up in just a few moments. Also, I do have neckline calls, so we've got some of those. You can leave messages for us on what we call our neckline. That number is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. You can call us directly in the studio. This is the number you're going to want to have handy if you got to get get a hold of us right away or if we're doing a contest things of that nature studio line is 915-910-4995 910-4995 i got a couple of things here beto o'rourke called somebody at a town hall meeting uh well they beeped it out but it sounds like it's the mf word <laughs> to me i'll let you uh be the judge mother Mother Farmer? Mother Farmer. So this is on uh, CNN this morning. They're talking about this uh, uh, Beto cursing at a heckler over guns at a campaign event. So here you go. Campaign event last night. Let's listen. AR-15s, hundreds of rounds of ammunition, and take that weapon that was originally designed for use on the battlefields in Vietnam to penetrate an enemy soldier's helmet at 500 feet and knock him down dead. 
up against kids at five feet. It may be funny to you, but it's not funny to me, okay? I know some people like that. I like that. I think there are a lot of people that get alienated by something like that. I like the passion. I like the, the fact that he seems like he's willing to do what it takes and believes what he's saying. It seems it comes off as genuine, which I think is attractive to people that support him. And I think if if they don't, then they hate it. I think there are people who would be more likely to support him if he didn't didn't do that. Look, I've called out Trump for coarsening the dialogue, and this is just a continuation of that. Uh, you know, not that I'm saying Beto and Trump have much in common, but I would like to see us get back to a more does it make a difference that he wasn't calling a political opponent an MFR? It was the audience member, like his constituents, maybe? <laughs> makes it worse. Really? Yeah, I think so. I think it's it, just something so I. guy was laughing at something he was saying? He about was talking kid. about the AR 15s, and this guy laughed. Apparently, he thinks that a lot of people in the gun community, if you say something that they perceive as being inaccurate, even if it's a they will jump detail, on they. They're like, well, that you proves you don't even, don't even know what you're know. Right. AR-15s so are I, semi-automatic. It could have been a situation like that, but I just know that there are, if you're trying to win people over, which Beto needs to do uh, at this point, he's trailing in the polls, he's got a, at least one debate coming up with Greg Abbott, you want to alienate as few people as possible, and I think especially for older view, uh, older voters, this, this doesn't play well. Uh, I think my... My mom's own... Yeah, use your mom. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I'll throw her under the bus. Yeah. She's probably not listening today. Uh, she knows that I know Beto. I've known Beto for, you know, like 20 years. And she finally saw something, and she's like, I don't think much of that Beto friend of yours. And I was like, what? He's <laughs> like, well, they showed him, and they had to beep out what he was saying. Now, if I were saying this as a, a diehard Trump supporter... I would, you'd have to recognize the irony of that by saying, oh, I just don't like the way he talks so crudely. Right. <laughs> but there right. are if some you, people that think that way. If you are anti Trump and you say, I don't like the way he talks. talks. I just don't like right. the way that he brings up these personal attacks on people and, you know, gives people nicknames. I just don't like the way he's. Right. I don't like that coarsening of, of public dialogue. dialogue. I don't think it's good for the country. I think it's a direction we ought to be going the opposite. Uh, then, yeah, you from, should say Beto. Then I should say, I, right. And if, if I had his ear right now, I would definitely <laughs> say, I, I, will I say, think you catch more flies with honey. But the one thing that he was talking about, the children that were murdered, and it's like, I think that that's why the supporters were. Right, right. Yeah. This guy, this, you know, because it, look, you know, I'm not defending this guy for laughing at it. No, I no, think no, it would have no, been better if he I'm, said, hey, I, I heard you laugh. Would you, I, I would just love to hear why you found any, as I was talking about dead children, just explain to me what you found yeah. risible. <laughs> no, I mean... Don't use yeah, but you know, because... he's... Beto was right in the middle of a speech. I mean, he's he's talking about this thing and he sounded super passionate and he hears laughter yeah. in the background. Put the guy on the spot. You know, instead of just calling him an MF or hand him the microphone. Tell me what I said that Buzz, was Buzz, so what funny. is the first rule when, oh. you're, a, when you're on stage? If you're a comedian, you don't, don't hand, hand the a, a heckler the microphone. <laughs> but I am pretty confident that Beto has would would have a retort to whatever this guy said. I mean, maybe the guy would have apologized. Who knows what he would have done? I'm just saying that that's a turnoff for a lot of people. 
who aren't with you it already. Is, I know, and I yeah. think at this point in a, a race that's probably going to be pretty close, uh, he can't he can't afford to alienate people who might be on the fence. And then he just gives them a reason not to like him. So. So here we go. Uh, I guess it doesn't play if I try and play it back. Anyway, huh? yeah, he was talking about kids being killed in Uvalde, and somebody laughed, and right, he yeah. called him out for it. Um, I did not know. How do I consume so much news on a daily basis? Right. I didn't know there was a lightning strike in front of the White House that killed people. And there, Megan was just telling me about there that. Was? Had you heard, yeah, had you not heard that <laughs> no, story? No, and I... Watch the news a lot, too. Three people are dead, one injured, following a lightning strike across the street from the White House. Crazy. Two elderly tourists died from injuries following the lightning strike in Lafayette Park near the White House. Uh, if you've never been around the White House, you might have seen it on TV. That's the one where Trump had him clear out the Black Lives Matter protesters so he could go over oh, to right, the church right. and hold a Bible upside down. So that's where it happened. Uh, the victims were riding out a storm under a tree. So there was a storm going on. But it sounds like the lightning strike killed these this couple, James Mueller, 76, and Donna Mueller, 75. And I hadn't heard a thing about that. Crazy. The video was crazy, too. It was a, it was a thick lightning strike. Uh, right. I, You're not supposed to go under a tree during a storm if there's lightning. What, let's review that. What is the <laughs> get inside, right? <laughs> right. Stay. Well, don't get up on a high, high, yeah, you don't a high have, point. No, no. Don't get under a tree. Don't go by anything metal or. Are these are all the rules to lightning? How not to get <laughs> struck by lightning? Yeah, can we go over them again? I, I yeah, would like yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't get under a tree because <laughs> trees higher. Tree. Yeah, you know uh, the reason that they had lightning rods, they'd put it at the highest point they could, and that mm -hmm. was what the lightning was supposed to hit. Uh, don't go up on top of a hill or in a swimming pool, right? Yeah, that's that's a swimming, pool. swimming pool. Oh, the CDC has a whole web page for this. Tell me if they're still telling people. I, I can't imagine that they are just because nobody has a landline anymore. But back in the old days, they don't tell you, use don't, corded phones. Yeah, yeah, don't use a corded phone because lightning can travel through the phone line and totally hit you in your stupid mouth while you're talking on your phone. <laughs> it says but again, do not has, use them. That would be a landline only. It doesn't apply mm -hmm. to cell phones. However, so. it is safe to use cordless or cellular phones. All right. Avoid windows, doors, porches, and concrete. See, I didn't know you could use cordless phones. My mom, anytime there was lightning in the area when we were kids, we had like a, a phone that you took off the cradle. And, you know, it's fancy <laughs> for the 80s. Get off that. Lightning could go through that and strike you right in your face. Remember the phrase, when thunder roars, go indoors. There you It's time for Entertainment Hollywood News. Joanna Barba brings us our Hollywood news every day. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Harpo Inc., which owns Oprah Winfrey's trademarks, carefully vets any licensing opportunity, and now it's taking a podcasting duo to court over what it says is an unauthorized attempt to capitalize on the Oprah effect. 
HarpoInc is suing Kelly Carter Jackson and Leah Wright Rigor over the Oprah Demix podcast. Roulette Productions launched Oprah Demix in March and ended its first season with a live show at the Tribeca Film Festival in June. Its key art includes a dictionary style definition of the term defined as the study of the queen of talk as well as a large O and the outstretched arms of a woman. The defendants also operate OprahDemix.com and multiple social media sites. Winfrey's company alleges that OprahDemix moniker leads misleads consumers into thinking that she's involved, dilutes the power of her brand, and will cause irreparable harm to Harpo's goodwill and reputation. Yeah, I don't know how you harm that company's reputation. They gave us Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz. So. <laughs> yeah, hey, Dr. Phil's pretty good. All right. But Winfrey's attorneys make it clear that they don't want to shut the podcast down and that the this isn't about money. They want a fan podcast. They just don't want it to use Oprah right. in the title. In the title, in their imaging, anything like that. Oh, you know another one? What's that? All that Jenny McCarthy vaccines cause autism stuff. That, that I, I wouldn't say it Oprah. started on Oprah, but she definitely amplified it many, many, many times over. Well, she, she let her on the show. Yeah, she let her on the show. She let her on the show. Go on challenge making these... She also uh, let Tom Cruise jump, jump on the couch. couch. Oh, That's right. Which was cringy. That author, A Million Little Pieces, <gasps> too. She really That's promoted right. that him. That was Oprah Fraud. I read that book. Awesome book. And then I found out... I he, read the book, it was too. All, you, in high school. He didn't school. do it? James, it was fake? Was that James Fry? Yeah, it was Jim Fry. Yeah. Starting December 8th, Disney Plus will show commercials. Unless you want to pay more, which seems to be the way streaming services are going everywhere. Subscribers will have the choice to stay at $7.99 per month, but will have to endure family-friendly ads. This version will be called Disney Plus Basic. If you don't want to watch ads, you'll have to switch to Disney Plus Premium, which will cost you $10.99 per month. Hmm. The basic tier will have all of the same content as premium, and there will be four minutes worth of ads per hour. But according to Disney, not everything will have ads. Hulu is also raising their prices. Starting October 10th, Hulu with ads will go from $6.99 to $7.99, and the ad-free version will go from $12.99 to $14.99. I might be making a mistake, but Uh I'm canceling Disney. Get rid of Disney Disney Plus. Plus, yeah. I don't think it's worth it anymore. She-Hulk's coming out. You know what? I don't care about (laughs) She-Hulk, Marvel stuff as much anymore, or even the Star, the new Star Wars stuff, really. And well, okay, but hold on a second. The most recent Star Wars thing they have is Obi Wan Kenobi. I thought it was Andor. Yeah, is it? Is that out yet? I don't think that's that's out out yet. yet. Oh, okay. But Obi Wan Kenobi. Was pretty <laughs> flipping off. Yeah, but I went over to your house to watch it, so I might as well just do that uh, for now. Why don't one of you just pay for it and then? Honestly, Disney. It sounds like they had the best quarter ever, and the fact that they're just like, yeah, I think we need to raise prices on our consumers. You know, inflation's really bad. Gas is going up, but let's do I know. it. Where's that council of parents now? <laughs> <laughs> why aren't they outraged over this? <laughs> They're, they're they're only outraged whenever Disney has a has a gay, gay character, <laughs> and they were lied to because they added Deadpool and Logan. Right. 
Speaking of Disney Plus, the Orville New Horizons is now streaming on Disney Plus, but the series is missing an episode. All three seasons were meant to go live yesterday, and that mostly happened, but one episode is missing, the most recent season finale titled Future Unknown. Anybody want to guess why it's missing? Transgender issues? That's a good one. Well, there's a whole plot there where there's a uh, an alien species that are only males. males and they reproduce with each other. Yeah, yeah so it's gonna be that that didn't seem to be a problem. Yeah, but that's from on season network. one. Yeah. So the right. parents' council. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the creator says McFarland actually took to Twitter to confirm that the episode's absence is actually due to a technical glitch and that it should be live on Disney Plus before the end of the week. He tweeted out, Almost all of the Orville is now available on Disney Plus due to some bizarre head-scratchy technical glitch. Apparently, the season three finale, Future Unknown, is not yet available. However, I'm told it will be up by Friday at the absolute latest. What's going on with that? I thought it started at Fox. It started at Fox. Then Hulu. Third season went to Hulu. It's still on Hulu. And now it's just been added to Disney Plus now. I loved the first season. I thought oh, this is really good. brilliant. First Actually, and the second season, season, good but not as good. I didn't think as the first one, and then the third season, I just kind of really. Yeah, Buzz's attention span has gotten shorter in those three seasons too. So you got to realize <laughs> okay. that he can't focus as much. I don't know who it was, That's but true. somebody agreed with me. It might have been Joanna that we're in the third season of what we do in the Actually, shadows. This is the fourth season. This is the fourth. Yeah. This is the fourth. Okay. Yeah, so, all right, fine. We're in the fourth season. Not as good as the previous three seasons. I don't like seasons. the whole nightclub mm-hmm. thing. I don't like the nightclub thing. I don't like the child Colin Robinson. I love baby also, Colin I Robinson. I love child Colin Robinson. Hilarious. Yesterday I was trying to make fun of Buzz's shoes, and then he tried to say he had bigger feet than mine, and he totally doesn't. So I called him <laughs> Colin Robinson feet. <laughs> size 11, man. Size 12. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Boys. Boys. Woo. Yeah. Woo. A lot of women getting steamy out there. Oh, no. Look at the size of those feet. We're going to take some feed pics of you guys today. Yeah. And I am going to put them on feetfinder.com. Right. Thank you so much. Whatever, Dan Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no Miranda Cosgrove, right? I forgot what I was... Oh. McFarland has said that the new viewers checking out the Orville on Disney Plus could decide whether or not the series returns for a fourth season. And finally... Put those Doc Martens away because the 90s Flannel Nation Festival is now postponed. Oh. This comes after Sugar Ray, Candlebox, Everclear, and a filter have all dropped out. It was supposed to go down this Saturday in San Pedro, California. Oh. I'll never get to see that live now. It feels like home. We all just started freaking <laughs> out. I am so sorry, listeners. <laughs> that was bad. All right, so Filter. these these oh. bands were uh-huh. the were the big name bands. The other right. bands that didn't cancel were not as right. These big were like name. the big ones. So Candlebox and Filter have cited unforeseen circumstances as their reason for dropping out. But Everclear made it sound like this wasn't exactly a premium event. They said, quote, it has been brought to our attention that the event organizers do not have the adequate means to provide the level of experience our fans expect and deserve. It almost sounds like they're bailing. They're expecting some kind of 
flannel version of Firefest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. to go okay, so Everclear was t- the top billed band. So if you're just wondering how more than Sugar Ray, yeah, Everclear was the top one. Ever, more than Sugar Everclear Ray? was the top billed band, followed by Sugar Ray, Soul Asylum, Candlebox, and Phil. Well, listen, Soul Asylum <laughs> is still a pretty good show. Sponge, Fastball, and Cracker were also... Wait, Cracker it. or Fast- Uncle Cracker? Cracker. No, just Cracker. Did he drop the uncle? No. This is a different... Uh, <laughs> cracker was a band before Uncle Cracker hit the scene. <laughs> no. He's no Sometimes longer Sometimes I want to get low. They had a song, 1992 or 3, low. No. Stay with you girls. Like saying low. No? No. All right. <laughs> Joanna, are you like a month older than the others? <laughs> I know you guys are all within like a year, right? Um, I don't know. Joanna just, she loves think, rock music yeah. in the 90s. Are Doc Martin's shoes? Yeah. <laughs> they kind are. Of boots, yeah. right? Oh my God, Big, thick shoes. Nico, you know, every time you do this, you piss off our listeners. You do. Everybody knows what Doc Martens are. Yeah, everybody knows what they are. And if you love flannel, you know what Doc Martens are. If you love flannel, you know what Cracker is. (laughs) We should all do like a grunge photo shoot. Everybody bring their best flannel. Oh, that would be good. Um, Anyway... Flannel Nation organizers said in their announcement that due to ongoing problems and logistical setbacks, putting on Flannel Nation as intended has become infeasible. Our goal is to retool and reschedule the event and tickets will be honored for the new date when announced. So it looks like it's still going to be going on. With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. Hey, everybody. It's the KLAQ Morning Show. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo, the corner of Dyer and Monroe, just moments away from Fort Bliss. Follow them on social media or find them at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. I was uh, just reading more. There was a third person who was there when the when the two elderly people got killed by a lightning strike but she was wearing Doc Martens and they <laughs> and they, no and in oh the story God, they say that the Doc Martens might have insulated her enough that she didn't die from the lightning uh, strike <laughs> I'm not kidding it's true it's in the story <laughs> Doc Martens strike again <laughs> We're going to get to our regular news headlines we've got that Coming up in just a few moments. Before uh, you bring up the news, did I see you reading an article about Jen- Janet McCurdy? Yeah, she's written a book. Why are you? Oh my god, everyone is so invested in this. She's written. Why is a- Buzz though? That was a one. Yeah, what, that is weird. That why, was like, why are you, why are you in reading this? this? Well, the title of the book is an attention grabber. Jeanette McCurdy, who was iCarly's best friend on iCarly, and that was right about the time that my kids were oh. that age. And was she Sam or Cat? She was Sam. Sam. Okay. Yeah. And that book has sold out already. And the book is titled "I'm Glad My Mom Died," and I was just uh, reading some of the revelations. Well, so I thought when I read the title, it was like, "Oh, I'm glad my mom died," and I assumed it was because she didn't want her mom to see 
certain things or she was just happy her mom wasn't there to to see some bad stuff that happened to her. No, I think it's her mom caused a lot of trauma to her, yeah. right? Um, Definitely enabled. Developed anorexia as a child, felt like she was pressured into getting into acting by her mom and then not allowed to quit when she wanted to. Also, apparently her mom gave her genital and breast uh, inspections or exams until she was 16 years old. She gave them to her or she took her to a doctor? No, her mom gave them to her. What? Oh, that's weird. Also, I I don't know how old... uh, What's her name again? Jeanette McCurdy? Jeanette. I don't know how old she is, but, but adult, right? Yes. She's, okay. Yeah, she is now. She's over 18. Oh, she's 30. She, she had some interesting things to say about um, Ariana Grande, I guess, who was her co-star in Salmon Cat. Okay. Yes. And I think my, my youngest had kind of gotten too old for that by the time that show, but she was definitely in the iCarly. And she was talking about, like, how how she developed kind of some professional jealousy while, you know, she was on the show, Ariana Grande would take, you know, days, sometimes weeks off. She was saying that, like, Nickelodeon was allowing Ariana Grande to take more time off in order to pursue her musical career and that they were kind of making her the rising star. But Jeanette had to be on set every day. Holding down the fort. Right. Oh, there's Gibby. I wonder what Gibby's up to. (laughs) Gibby. These days. Um, You know, I guess it's a tell-all where she says that her mother ruined her childhood and terrorized her childhood and that she's glad she's dead. Oh, my God. And that's why she's not in the iCarly reboot, which is great, by the way. Wait, that's... Wait, what's the reason? She just doesn't want to be doing that anymore. Oh, okay. Not because of the book that they... they, Not because of the book, no. But the iCarly reboot is good? Yeah, it is. Is the brother back? Yes. Okay. Buzz like, oh, I gotta start watching it. I'm just wondering how many of the different characters are back. Um, I got neckline calls, and first up is Nice Tony, who left us a neckline call. Aww. Nice Tony called us live yesterday, and <laughs> the description says Nice Tony wants to apologize. Hey, guys, it's Nice Tony. Just want to apologize about my rant yesterday. I'm just so sick and tired of these loudmouth bullies that have no back. All they do is threaten people. They're such a small minority. Um, I hate bullies. I've always protected people against bullies. And if any one of these Trumpers wants to come at me, I'm here. Uh, Well, sorry about the rant, guys. Later on. You guys have a good one. Okay. Aw, thanks, Nice Tony. That's why he's Nice, nice, nice Tony. Yeah. Nice Tony right. was challenging people to find him and fight him. So, <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were saying that might not be the most helpful yeah, thing. and I can't really be a party to any of that. Yeah. Catholic resistance. Thank you, Nice Tony, for... Yeah, thank yeah, you. That was very, that was very nice. Everybody gets a little heated every once in a while. <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> hey, guys. Good morning. I saw that... Um, that sinkhole uh, spot, they showed it on ABC uh, World News Now. Yeah. yeah. Megan National. was telling me the, the the lady whose car went into a sinkhole in El Paso uh, ended up on the national news. When you got footage that compelling, you're not going to waste it <laughs> just on the local news. They're going to put that on TV. So uh, they picked up that story from El Paso. So that's kind of cool. Um, I know Buzz was talking about the the cholos that were helping. Well, one of those guys was an uh, off-duty ICE agent. 
So, you mean, you can't judge a book by its cover buzz. I mean, I used to live in L.A., and I, I knew a guy who was mean mugging, all tatted. He wore socks and sandals, milksters, and uh, he sang opera, and he talked like Nathan Lane. So you can never judge a book by its cover. All right, guys. Because you were giving a description. You were saying, okay, we see some I didn't fire. Say, I never you said Sholo. I said there are some fire and rescue on the scene, but also there are just some random Mexican <laughs> dudes in T-shirts and stuff out there. You said wife beaters, too. You did say wife beaters. Well, they were, they were the type of T-shirt were wife beaters. So. <laughs> if I painted a picture of a person that looked like a Cholo, hey, I was just describing what was going on. I was just saying, these good Samaritans came by. They were obviously not working uh, at the time. Not as not because they're cholos or no, no, but just that they had gotten out. And it's like, hey, how about these dudes? You know, with their uh, with their t-shirts, these guys just helped <laughs> save this lady's life. Uh, well, he was an ICE agent, was yeah. Did you know ICE agents can look like cholos? I guess, yeah, I did, but I never, I never said cholo. I just said, how about these other dudes that just look like civilians? You said chulos. I did not. That would mean they're cute, right? <laughs> I'll give them that. Chulos. What's up, Mo Show? It's ODG. Hey, Joanna, you said I was being a thorn in your side? Yeah. Well, that's because every rose has its thorns. <laughs> and you, Joanna, are that rose. That beautiful Halloween rose. And I'm the thorn that reminds you that tacos and the flour tortilla are soft tacos, not burritos. And the thorn that just got you help to edit the podcast. You're welcome. Every rose has its thorn. Thorn, 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 thorn. Thorn, thorn, thorn. Okay, <laughs> look. Good, at least he wasn't calling to complain about the podcast. No. It was the first thing I did yesterday. He's calling to say how much he wants. In the dead of the night. Every rose has its thorn. Oh, that's the song you know, Nika? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to add on, too, Buzz. Um, enough with this podcast. You guys spend, like, a whole, like, what, 10 minutes talking about this podcast and this old GD guy from Odessa or whoever he is, man, he gets annoying, always complaining and whining. Uh, I'm assuming he's a Cowboy fan, so uh, I guess he's used to crying a lot for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Joanna, you, you have enough on your plate. If you, if you forget, you forget. Hey, we all forget doing something. I mean, that's, that's the part of the job. I mean, if you got a lot of responsibilities, you got a lot of responsibilities. Now, if old D or old G, whatever his name is, if he wants to pay for an assistant for Joanna, then you know he better cough up the money. But yeah, enough with this guy calling and crying about she forgot to press press. Ugh. Publish. I mean, come on, give me yeah. a break. All right, you guys have a good morning. Oh, <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Did we figure out whatever your issue was with the AfterBuzz podcast? It's from still, it's not, it's, still not it's still not up. No, still not. So, so are the AfterBuzz new one today, or are we just going to play the old one, or are we the AfterBuzz? Can you let me? Yeah. So the AfterBuzz is not working right now. The the uh, system or content management system is not 
uh, publishing the episode. So I'm talking to corporate today. I'll probably be working on that right after the show is talking to corporate, getting that all fixed. But yeah, as of now, none of the new episodes that I'm publishing or I keep trying to republish are, are uh, uploading. Okay. Did you make appropriate calls yesterday? Did you turn in a ticket? Yeah. You did? Yeah. All right. So there's a possibility we could put up the podcast today. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Okay. Joanna, the the Buzz Adams on demand, does that look like it's a go? Yes, that's a okay. go. Yeah, you don't have to ask her about that one. <laughs> I know it. All right. Do you know they are calling this, like, Biden's best week in office ever? They passed the... Pact? They Act. passed the Pact Act yes, yesterday, so that was another win. Gas is below $4 a gallon. <laughs> right. I'll get excited when it's under $2 a gallon myself. But and then well, you have was, to go back to 1975. Those. There was the, no, man, right? Early 90s. Right, yeah. Gas 90s. was like 90 cents. You know, early 90s? 30 years ago. Yeah, I know. <sighs> and uh, the inflation bill. Which got passed. That right. was the one That's with one. Uh, the inflation reduction. Schumer, yeah. yeah. Hi, folks. It's Joe Biden. And there there have been a lot of questions about the new inflation bill. Well, well, I'm here to clear that up for you, Jack. First <laughs> of all, it's a bill. And it, and it does the, um, well, oh, hell. God knows what it does. Hey, hey, did you hear about the Trump raid? Oh, the feds <laughs> in Mar-a-Lago. Oh, man, that was pretty hilarious. Anyway, uh, uh, back to the bill, though. Yeah, it, it helps inflation. Or uh, or wait, maybe it fixes inflation? Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, like the way Trump needs to fix his doors now that the feds kicked him in, boy. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, that was great. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the, the, the bill. Anyway, the inflation bill's great, Mac. It's like, oh, man, I would have given anything to have seen the look on Trump's face when they cracked open his safe, pal. Oh, that's priceless, man. Anyway, enjoy the new inflation bill or, or whatever. We're going to take a break. Megan McCormick will have our news headlines when we return. Coming up in news details about former President Donald Trump's deposition in New York yesterday. Plus, apparently the FBI had an informant on the inside of Mar-a-Lago helping them out before the raid on Trump's estate. Melania. And an update on inflation. <laughs> on what? You just say Melania? I, I, said, I, I <laughs> He whispered I it, it under his be, breath. It could have been It uh, could have been Barron. Anyway, that's news next. KLAQ El Paso. Here's Megan McCormick with KLAQ News Headlines on the Buzz Adams Morning Show. <laughs> Why does that always catch Buzz. me by surprise? <laughs> <laughs> I made that. It's almost like you didn't know that was going to come. It's, you wrote that. Used to you it, did right? write that. Okay. Uh, good morning, Megan. Good morning, Buzz. Former President Donald Trump repeatedly pleaded the fifth and hours-long deposition for a New York AG probe. Sources, Donald, sources say Donald Trump on Wednesday invoked his Fifth Amendment protection against testifying against himself during an hours-long de- de- deposition as part of the New York Attorney General's civil investigation into his family's real estate business. The former president was seen arriving at
at the attorney, attorney General's office in New York City around 9 a.m. Eastern and left about six hours later. A source with knowledge of the matter confirmed to ABC News that Trump declined to answer questions from investigators in the deposition, and the source said is it is unlikely he will return for any additional questions. A spokesperson for Attorney General Letita James declined to comment. Sources said the only question Trump answered was when Kevin Wallace, a lawyer in James's office who had been leading the investigation, asked his name. Otherwise, he invoked the fifth each time. You got more on this inside source? I, I'm i going to that next. Oh, very good, because I'm very interested well, to the, hear more about right, that. Right, the FBI, the FBI raided former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. It's been a, it's been a busy week for Trump, let's just busy say week. that. Busy week. Um, sources are telling Newsweek that the FBI actually had an informant. That person or persons, apparently, that not only told them what documents Trump had stashed at his Florida property, but where they were located. On a related note, while Trump and his supporters have rallied against the raid, sources are saying that the intent was much different than what had happened. Quote, there is much speculation out there that this is a political prosecution, the official says, but it is really the best and the worst of the bureaucracy in action. They wanted to punctuate the fact that this was a routine law enforcement action, stripped of any political overtones, and yet they got the exact opposite. Uh, really quick, FBI Director Chris Ray is condemning violence against law enforcement after the raid of former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago property. So there was uh, a lot of violence going on outside of his estate earlier. Any threats made against law enforcement, including the men and women of the FBI, uh, as with any law enforcement agency, are, are deplorable and dangerous. Well, there was a lot of uh, you know, threats of violence and things being said on the Internet and, you know, people saying. Against uh, to, the, uh, to the FBI yeah, to and the to FBI law enforcement, yes, yes. Civil war. By the way, the FBI agents who... who uh, Carried out this warrant on Mar-a-Lago, coordinated with Trump's Secret Service detail. So, you know, it's not like they had to tell them to stand down. It was coordinated ahead of time. Trump has a copy. His attorneys have a copy. They he could aware. let us know what the things were that were... Uh, I mean, it's under seal as far as... Or it was under seal, the the request that the judge signed off on, but... Trump's got a copy of most of the it. Yeah, right. If he wanted to, he could. Have you heard this new thing that because the informant might be is a real person now that we're, we know that there is an informant, Donald Trump is terrified, suppo- supposedly, that the people around him are wearing wires. So now there is scrutiny to, to uh, see if anybody is wearing a wire in his orbit. Is he going to st- strip search? Uh, that's no. that's Trump's, got, Trump's got an excuse. Uh, to frisk all women who come to Mar-a-Lago now. That's just what he needed. He can grab them. Well, I'm just saying, the paranoia will not get less. President Joe Biden signs veterans burn pit health bill Wednesday. Uh, he enacted le- enacted legislation that will expand the Department of Veterans Affairs, providing health care support to millions of veterans as well as their families and caretakers who are exposed to toxic burn pits. Known as the PACT Act, the package grants more time to enroll in VA-provided care for veterans exposed to the toxins while serving in Iraq and, in- and Afghanistan, according to the White House. 
This is the most significant law our nation has ever passed to help millions of veterans who are exposed to toxic substances during their military services, Biden said in remarks during the bill signing ceremony in the White House's East Room. The legislation simplifies how the VA determines if someone's service put them at risk, which the White House and veterans say is often difficult to prove on an individual basis. Here is what Joe Biden had to say yesterday. This is the most significant law our nation has ever passed to help millions of veterans who are exposed to toxic substances during their military services. John Stewart has been a long advocate for veterans and was very vocal uh, to make sure that this was passed and signed. And this is what President Biden said about Mr. Stewart. But what you've done, John, matters. And you know it does. I, I, you should know. It really, really matters. You refuse to let anybody forget. Refuse to let them forget. And we owe you big, man. Inflation in July held steady, even as the costs of housing and food rose, according to findings by the Bureau of Labor Statistics released on Wednesday. The Bureau of Labor Statistics released the Consumer Price Index, which serves as an illustration of how inflation changes each month. Despite gas prices falling by 7.7%, this deflation was offset by inflation in food and shelter, resulting in no change in the overall CPI of urban consumers through July. Now, Nico, I know you saw Joe Biden's tweet that said July had a 0% inflation. It wasn't just a tweet. He was also he also gave a speech. And he gave a speech. Uh, appa- apparently, he meant to say 0% change right. in, in inflation. Inflation is not 0%. It was not 0%. Right. Inflation is still 8.5%. Uh, they are saying this is probably a sign that we are hitting the peak of inflation, that it probably, uh, again, we don't know what the future is going to hold, but it looks like inflation has... We probably won't see it go higher. Yeah, this comes as a welcome sign to consumers who have experienced inflation gain every month since October of 2020. But the report made clear that the main place consumers will feel a big difference is at the gas pump. Rent or primary residences rose by 0.7% since June and food increased by over 1% and is now up to 10.9% since the same time last year. Let's hear what President Joe Biden had to say about this. But it's far from done in our effort to bring inflation down, but we're moving in the right direction. Officials in Evansville, Indiana, say at least three people are dead and nearly 40 houses have been damaged after an explosion rocked a local neighborhood. The blast occurred just after 1 p.m. local time. While first responders were quick to get to the scene, they're still not sure about the exact number of victims because some of the homes are too unstable for investigators to get inside. Fire Chief Mike Connolly explains why the search for more victims and survivors has been stopped. There could be other victims. We've not yet completed our uh, search. The buildings are not safe to enter. And Buzz, how about this one? PETA wants the man who started brush fire while trying to kill spider charged with animal cruelty. Animal rights advocates want the man accused of starting the fire by trying to burn a spider charged with animal cruelty. PETA is asking the Utah County attorney to charge Corey Allen Martin for attempting to kill a spider when he allegedly started a 60-acre brush fire in Springville this summer. Oh, my God. They want him to be arrested for cruelty to animals. PETA says other animals likely suffer and died painfully in the fire while no humans were harmed. Utah's animal protection law does not currently include spiders. What, what's the lowest form of animal life that should be like you can't you can't kill them? I mean, because if you really wanted to get down to it. I mean, you were just telling me that we had rabbit farms. I didn't even know we had rabbit farms. <laughs> 
for people who want to eat rabbit. I don't, we don't have rabbit farms. People do raise rabbits for meat. Yeah. Uh, that happened. You didn't know. You just thought all those rabbits somebody were went hunted, out. Hunted, yeah. Elmer fudded them to death. <laughs> Is that what you really thought? Yeah. Yeah, def- definitely. I mean, if you step on an ant, should you be charged with negligence? If you take an antibiotic? Because you're killing bacteria. Because you're killing oh. bacteria. At what point is it like? I, just, a, I mean, we're eating cows. We eat right. pigs. <laughs> is that animal cruelty when the you put a cow should, down? I, I was the first to say the dude should not have gone out into wilderness on a hike and try to burn a spider. <laughs> you're in his. You're in his home <laughs> when you're out hiking. Yeah, and I wonder how much fire he used <laughs> because it seems like he used an excessive amount of fire. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I bought a lighter. I think it was a lighter, wasn't he? It was a lighter because they found that he also had uh, marijuana and a pipe (laughs) on him, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, you were gone when this story happened. Yeah. The guy admitted, I was out here hiking, and I tried to kill a spider with my lighter. This was in Utah. And the police say, well, we also found him with... um, marijuana and a pipe, so that's probably why he had the I just lighter. wanted the spider to chill out, so I just kind of put the lighter close to his face. Didn't think it would start a fire 68 acres large. And with your news, I'm Megan McCormick. You guys were talking about how crazy the moon looked last night. That isn't even the super moon. That's tonight. Ooh. Well, it was this morning, Buzz. We was saw it, it this morning. morning on the way in? Yes. Yeah, Joanna and I saw it. The moon was up? It was. It looked like a harvest moon. A super was, moon is yeah. a full moon that occurs when the moon is at its closest point to Earth. So it, it makes it look. Larger. That's why it looks so big. <laughs> I didn't see it, but you guys were saying the moon looked. Yeah, it looked awesome. Outrageous. Well, it was getting ready for Halloween. I think. Apparently, this is tonight is when it's going to be at its. Uh, what's it called? Peregrine. Yeah, peregrine. Um, and you're not going to see one like it until June of next year. So if you thought the moon looked really big, and what what color was it? It was like a, a you know, orange. Like tint. an orange. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it is Halloween themed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's even got to be more. As long as we don't have cloud cover, you'll be able to see uh, the last super moon of the year later tonight. Awesome. Um, how many times did Donald Trump? Plead the Fifth Amendment over four hundred. I guess they—that's <laughs> all I've seen—is over four hundred times that he pled the Fifth Amendment. But he has not always been a fan of pleading the Fifth Amendment. You don't have to go that many years back when Donald Trump was saying things like, "So there are five people taking the Fifth Amendment, like you see on the mob, right? You see the mob takes the Fifth. If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Yeah, I know. Hey, kids, ready for a fun new toy? Yeah. Then get ready for the Trump pleading the Fifth doll, the doll that talks to you. Hey, Trump, want to go play at the park? I choose to invoke my Fifth Amendment right. Okay. <laughs> You'll love the Trump pleading the Fifth doll. How many my pillows do you have? You don't have to answer that. I plead the Fifth. It's the Trump pleading the Fifth doll. You're my best friend. Am I yours? I choose to plead the Fifth Amendment at this time. This toy stinks. In stores now. The morning show that's live and local.
somebody uh, <clears throat> brought up a good point. I saw it in a meme, so I don't know if the person that they say said it actually said it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought it, uh, I'm going to share the point with you. So. <laughs> About Brittany Griner. We're very upset that Russia would basically hold an American citizen hostage for having what, under an ounce of uh, cannabis oil. It was it was under a gram. I mean, under like, a gram. Yeah. Right. Under a gram. And that they sentenced her to 10 years. Well, this was attributed to Joe Rogan. And I don't know if he really said it. But are we being hypocritical in the United States? We still have people that are serving prison sentences for just possessing cannabis. Shouldn't we let all those people go? I mean, we can't control what what Russia does. But we can control what we do. If there are people that didn't commit any other crime, it, you know, they weren't using a... They weren't major drug dealers and, you know, they weren't robbing people. If they're only in there for possession or use of marijuana, I mean, shouldn't shouldn't we get all our our house in order? Absolutely. Once it becomes federal. In Texas, it is still Still it's a felony for you to have hash oil. The same thing that Brittany Griner had right now could land you a felony conviction in jail. And there are probably people in jail right now in Texas who were nonviolent, who had... They were not selling it on school grounds. Right. They got caught with some of it, and they got and, prison sentences. Now, that's something we could control without doing a prisoner swap or letting the merchant of death go. We should definitely be doing that. Well, the I'm prob- not saying that that we shouldn't also be doing everything we can to get Brittany Griner back home. We should talk to the Colt about this, uh, the representative for Texas, uh, for El Paso Normal, but... The big problem is the people who are convicted under state laws, not just, I mean, the federal government could legalize marijuana, but if Texas still had it uh, illegal to possess this hash oil. Well, if it's it's federally legal, then. Or or they could federally federally decriminalize it, but under Texas law, if you were convicted, you, you wouldn't have any recourse. In some of these states where they decriminalize it, because I don't think legalize is is the correct word, is it? No, it, you no decriminalize just means that you it would be more of a civil thing, like you get ticketed for it. Yeah, but states where look, there are some states not that far away that this is a big industry, right? It should be a civil thing. It, it shouldn't be a criminal penalty. Now, do you agree that somebody if if somebody is in jail for something like possession, nonviolent, nonviolent? Non-intent to distribute, although I feel like that got tacked on a lot, you know, oh, just, to, just to make the punishment harder. It's like, oh, you had a, you had over a gram, you had over a gram. Actually, even for intent to distribute, you should be free. <clears throat> I mean, I don't think if you were just planning on selling a bunch of marijuana and not meth and not, her- you know, heroin. Do any of these states where they decriminalized it, do they vacate any of those yes. uh, prison sentences? Not if they're federal prison sentences because they don't have the power exactly. to do that. No. But right. a place like, like uh, Washington or Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. I mean, I don't know every state case by case, but it would really suck if you were in a state where they decriminalized marijuana. Everybody's just smoking and having a good time. And you're like, yeah, I still got three years on my sentence before <laughs> I, I can get out. And, I know. Uh, it used to be a pretty hacky old com- comedy joke that uh, it would suck to be the last person to get arrested for weed and then it becomes legal. <laughs> well, it would be the last person to be given a prison sentence right. for sure. 
What? I imagine people are still going to get arrested for weed-related offenses. Sure. For a long time, especially if you're driving under the influence, and uh, if you have a weapon, or that you're not like you can, you can. They tack on a lot, you know. You're caught with weed, and you have a weapon that you're registered with. Anyway, I don't get a lot of my opinions from memes, but this one I thought made a good point. It's like, yeah, as upset as we are, we should not wrong at all. No, absolutely correct, one hundred percent correct, and yes, I mean, absolutely right. I got a story that uh, I've written, and it'll publish later, but. You remember last month, city council ended up in a tie about whether to instruct local law enforcement to deprioritize deprioritize abortion seekers or abortion doctors. Uh, City council uh, voted to tie. Mayor Oscar Leeser ended up breaking that tie. No is the answer. City council uh, did not uh, pass any kind of resolution to support abortion seekers. County Commissioner's Court did, and that was unanimous. But when you look into, like, what they're going to do, it's a bunch of recommendations and requests, and they're asking the county DAs not to go after people. I mean, it's going to require these entities to go along with it. But Dallas also, Dallas uh, City Council voted 13 to 1 to greenlight a reproductive rights resolution that banned... it bars city workers. Well, I don't have a subscription to the Dallas Morning News, so I can't read more than that. <laughs> <laughs> it limits uh, what city resources could be used to investigate abortion. So a lot has happened. I mean, a lot, a lot has happened in the past three months more than has happened in the previous 50-something, 50, 49 years since Roe v. Wade. So this limits city resources... Basically, it's a low-key version of decriminalizing. And I'm just wondering if we're going to see this. A red state like Texas, but you've got these huge pockets of blue that are the Dallas and Austin and Houston and El Paso. Are we going to see all these places within Texas do what they can to, if not decriminalize, deprioritize? I think is the right word. Mm-hmm. So uh, it did pass unanimously at county commissioner's court, but it uh, got hung up in city council. And that's pretty much what it is, is all it's doing is de- is deprioritizing it. Is, is not, yeah, but I don't know if, if they can even resources. order. Like, can county commissioners order sheriff, you know, because that's the county as a sheriff, mm-hmm. uh, order people, hey, we don't want you, and the county DA, we don't want you going after these these people that otherwise, you know, in other places... Well, they had deprioritized marijuana convictions already. I mean, that's been done in cities across the uh, United States. Local DAs can direct their police forces what to... A directive, I don't... Is it just a directive or is it an actual... uh, Well, they could just say what they're planning to prosecute, the things that they put high priority. Put a low priority on... Simple possession. Well, and that's what Justin was telling us that El Paso had that DIMS unit so that people who were cited for marijuana possession could just get a ticket. It could just be taken care of. All right. So I can't speak about El Paso, but I do know, you know, Anthony is part of its Texas and part of its New Mexico, Mm -hmm. right? Well, as you're driving through Anthony, you get to a point where you start seeing uh, dispensaries Mm -hmm. that have popped up there. And in one of these dispensaries, someone was told, 
hey, just don't turn around and drive back down the street because the cops over on the on the Texas side wait to see people pull out of the parking lot. Now, this this was what someone was told by the staff inside one of these dispensaries. So the dispensary people believed it. <laughs> you know, well, is it true? I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, is that a thing? Like the police are waiting for you to leave New Mexico, and I just saw you at that dispensary, so I'm gonna. Is it a thing? No, yeah. I don't think it's a thing. No. Why did the people at the dispensary tell? They probably were telling you to be careful. Not me. Oh, I yeah. said it was an unidentified person. <laughs> this is a from <clears throat> someone who told him about it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm relaying to you <laughs> a story that I've heard. Okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else people are writing about over at KLAQ.com. Oh, another one that I've got sit, sit, sitting waiting is, do you remember the police came out earlier this week and said for teenagers and El Pasoans in their 20s, young young adults, if you go to a mansion party that you found out about social media, do you remember the wording they used? You risk your own demise yes, because there have own. been so many. I was cases. trying to tell you that I thought this was a huge case of hysteria, of hysteria of people getting hysterical, and blowing things out of proportion. One mansion parties are not ever. I don't think it's a regular thing to be going to mansion parties. One, the the picture you used in that story that's a compound. Yeah, that's, yeah, and then a little. Important fact you need to know about that compound that you showed in the story. It was owned by a Sinaloa drug cartel member. This is all in my article, which so, will be posted later, that the property is owned by a guy who is do, who's doing a 14-year prison sentence for running a major cocaine pipeline from El Paso to Connecticut. And at that one place, the police have been called out there 20 times this year alone. So maybe Burglaries, don't, assault. Maybe don't go to a party at that place. Would be a better. Well, they were. They were also talking advice. about house parties that got promoted on social media. Okay, now this one is insane. I, you got to see this place. Then I asked you how many house parties or mansion parties have there been where their fatalities have occurred. There have been a few. Uh, yeah, there's been a, a few, as in two. Or where there were multiple fatalities. Yeah, yeah, at two parties there were multiple fatalities with gang members. I don't think it's an epidemic of teenage El Paso teenagers going to mansion parties and dying. I think it was worth mentioning to my kids, hey, you guys are getting to the age where you're driving around and, you know, I'm not always going to know who you're with. If you hear about a party that's being promoted on social media. At a cartel member's well, mansion. But I'm sure the people that were there didn't necessarily know who owned the mansion. They heard about it on social media. By the way, the, the drug dealer mansion that we're talking about, there was a party there over the weekend. Two people that were at the party together left and they, one of them ended up killing the other one. They say that uh, it stemmed from something that happened at that party. Yeah, they were. Sounds like at, the mansion's evil. They were in a in a car too, which is which was the latest update. That when I, they were calling they were, it a mansion party, and I looked up where it is. So it's uh, on a on a street in far far east El Paso. That's so far out there. I thought, okay, this can't be a mansion. It's in the middle of freaking nowhere. 
And I look at it, it's like, yeah, it's not a mansion. It's a compound. They have it listed at $1.1 million, but there's no way. It's way more Oh, it's for sale? Well, that's the estimate of the price. I don't know who, you know, is putting on these parties. If they're connected to the owner, it's still owned, I guess, by this guy who was sentenced to 14 years for... uh, And as far as being a member of this, they say that he has connections to the Sinaloa drug cartel, but... Tomato? Tomato? But you're telling kids not to worry about this kind of well, stuff? Yeah. The police are saying they should. So not I want to hear why okay, you're, sure. you're telling people the opposite would, of what the police are saying. Don't don't be paranoid, devil's first of all. advocate over here. No, not even devil's advocate on this one. I'm an advocate. I'm saying... Would you say it's a good idea if you're going to go to a party, know what kind of people are going to yes, be there, know absolutely. what they're about, know a little bit about the people that are putting it absolutely. on? I was telling you this yesterday. Uh, most parties... Uh, that I went to or any of my friends went to, even to this day, the people I know that go to parties are not people who see a random posting on Facebook and tell their friends, hey, that weird house looks like it would be a good place to go to. That's that's just not because that doesn't happen. You, I guarantee you that happens, though. Uh, look, I'm sure it happens, but it's not an epidemic, okay? It's not an epidemic. Well, they didn't of, say the it was police, an epidemic. The they did. They say, did say it was like made it seem like a they, huge they deal. They didn't use the word epidemic, they, but they said if you go to a party that you find out about social media, you are taking your own life in your hands. I think that's true saying, any time you go to any party, the really. police are being too panicky here? Well, I, I think they're probably really concerned that it was an extreme level of violence. How many things happened at one place? I mean, you showed me the list of like burglaries, assaults, assault, and sexual assaults, all at one party. At, no, at one location. Oh, the mansion. particular house. Okay, so that tells me that the mansion's a problem, or the people putting on the party at that mansion are the problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but I don't see the, it. some of the deaths were at house parties. That were not this mansion, okay. and there were shootings and, and gang-related beefs yeah, so and everything. Gang-related stuff has been a problem for years in El Paso, I think, and for forever. My parents always told me the same thing. Don't go to parties. No, they probably you don't know. They probably people. didn't promote uh, parties like this on social media to the extent when you were that age. Uh, look, even high school. It doesn't matter whether it's promoted on social media or not. I'm not going to go to a stranger's house that I don't know anybody at. I- Okay, well that then that's the point I want to get across. They're saying, yeah. "Hey, be careful about these parties. You don't if you don't know who's going to be there, and you just found out about them on social media." But I guess that's any party. If somebody, "Hey, we're going to this party," and they don't tell you anything else about it, but these parties that you're bringing up seem to be like gang affiliated parties, right? No, I think that their no, parties, like regular and most parties. of the people there had no idea that, that gang members getting, would show up. Yeah, that gang members were going to show up. I don't think these were like, hey, gang members, come out to this party and be sure to show your colors. Oh, no, I guarantee you. <laughs> it's not like that, but look, the police are taking this seriously enough that sure. they that they put out this, this warning, sure. and I'm passing it along. I am definitely going to mention to my kids who are still in their teens, hey, Try and make sure I, if you I go to a party that you know who's... Talk to your teens and ask them, hey, is this a thing? Is this a thing that's happening to your friends? Are, are they just going to these random places? Is it a, a phenomenon that is, you know, I don't know, special to this generation? Listen, does anybody anybody out there listening? Because it's not just for teenagers. They're also saying early 20s. So yeah. young adults, you know, these are people that are young adults. They got their own vehicle. If you're over 18, you don't have to get your parents' guess, permission to go. And they're just saying, I guess just my be point, aware. My have point some situational was, awareness. It, which I, you should always have. And that should be advice for everyone all the time. All right. My other point was that, do you know how many house parties probably happen every weekend in El Paso? 
Thousands. Thousands. Yeah, sure. So for you, for to bring up the, this one or two where there were stabbings at, and to be like, look, here's an epidemic because the police brought it up. Right. <laughs> the, the police have that's their prerogative. No, I th- well, I think. Well, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think I, I think there must be situations, possibly gang violence, that's getting out of control. That police are are trying to right. do They're everything that in their power to out of the norm. decimate. Yes, because yeah. there has been a lot of. I mean, they they did the uh, curfew. They extended the curfew. They've extended now. Violence. It makes sense why they extended the curfew to some of these unincorporated areas because that's where it's happening. That yeah. drug mansion was in the unincorporated area. So if you go out there far enough, you're outside of town. So I think we've broken this one wide open. Um, Be careful out there, kids. Yes, be careful. Be careful careful. out of the thousands of house parties out there. (laughs) There might be one that you you don't want to go to. you think this sounds like some kind of moral panic to you? Yep. You're going to stand by that? Yep. All right. Well, maybe somebody from law enforcement or somebody who knows better than Nico can call in and tell us what you think. Here's the phone number. It's 915-910-4995. That's 910-4995. Let's talk to uh, Juan before we take a break. Hi, Juan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good morning. Hey, Good morning, morning, Juan. Hey, so I just want to kind of reiterate on uh, the Nico's perspective about the house party kind of deal. So I grew up around the time around Facebook when it was kind of like launching off, you know. So it's kind of like if you had your little group of people where they told you about stuff was going on. So, you know, around the time that, you know, we were getting invited to house parties, you know, it was actually, like, you know, true that they would, you know, call you out and say, hey, come to these parties. But, you know, me and my friends were always kind of like, well, you know, we don't know that person. We really don't know who this is. Mm-hmm. Um, so the house parties we did go to, we always tried our best to kind of just stick to ourselves because especially if we didn't know each other. Uh, perfect example of what happened. There's one time we actually went to a house party, and it was literally right there in Lower Valley. And uh, I remember getting off of work late. I showed up. I'm kind of hanging out with my friends. And right before I, I, you know, I even asked for a beer or something to drink, they were like, hey, just hang out because something's fishy. I'm like, okay, cool. We started looking around, and we noticed that there's, like, this kind of, like, older lady kind of walking around. Nobody really knew her or anything. Mm. Well, it turned out to be she was an undercover cop. Oh, wow. And, uh, the second that she saw, I guess, something from across the table from us, she pulled out her badge, and, you know, she said, El Paso PD, whatever, and, like, everybody just scattered like roaches, and it was kind of like, you know, so my friends were like, stay here, we didn't do nothing wrong, yes, we're here, but we didn't do anything, so, you know, obviously, they got everybody up, they went and caught everybody who was running around, and, you know, they, they asked us, you know, what are you doing here, he said, you know, honestly, we're here for this party, uh, we were just told about it, word of mouth, we, you know, we came up, we, we all just kind of came off of work, so we're all just here, and they're like, okay, well, you know, Obviously, you guys are underage. Get out of here. You know, don't let us catch you again. But, yeah, to, like, Nico's perspective, it's just, you know, a lot of these are just drug busts waiting to happen. It's not so much that you're just going to show up. I hadn't, you know what, I hadn't thought of it from that perspective. If you're going to a party that you found out about social media, probably law enforcement is monitoring those social media posts. And they might have somebody you see there. Let this also be, Let this be a lesson a to you. There <laughs> might be a narc there, man. All right. If you can see it, they can see it. All right. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Juan. Appreciate it, Juan. Appreciate it. We have other calls. Everybody that's holding, I got to take a break. I don't want to get too far behind, but yeah. I do want to talk about this. So we got Marissa, if you'll hold on. People are talking about mansion parties. Um, and I thought maybe these were like 
Airbnbs that somebody right. rented for, you know, and then charged me charged via people. cover charge. Well, because that was a little phenomenon for a while. You saw in the news that uh, violence was breaking out at Airbnb parties around the country. And then Airbnb had to say know, put, no more no mansion more. parties. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, please hang on. I want to talk to you. And we'll have more of your calls coming up right after this. KLQL Paso. All right, I want to get to uh, our calls that are, are coming in. So the police earlier this week uh, had warned people if you're going to parties, especially like house parties or even mansion parties on social media, enough bad stuff that get promoted on social media, enough bad stuff has happened at those that you probably want to avoid them, mm-hmm. according to local PD. So also last week. They passed, uh, county commissioners passed a thing extending curfew for unincorporated areas. It seems like now, based on what we know, that was probably targeted to this freaking insane compound that's way out in the middle of the nowhere in the desert. When I was looking at it on Google Maps, I was like, there's no way a mansion could be. And then as I zoom in, it's like, holy crap. This is (laughs) just what you would picture, like like a drug kingpin building like a fortress out there and this is where the party was over the weekend that ended up with somebody being killed yeah i guess a compound has multiple buildings to it uh this this one does yeah so nico you said it sounds like we're in some kind of panic like i'm an out of touch uh parent who's in a tizzy (laughs) but the police are saying that this is something to definitely keep I think under every radar. generation of kids has its things to deal with, right? Like kids won't, today won't have to worry about going to Juarez anymore. And that, I remember, was a... Oh, I bet kids go to Juarez all the time. No, 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 not like... You, yeah, not not in the numbers that they used to. Before, but Before, the news used to have, have anchors go to the bridge and wait for people to come back. So, yeah, I think it's just a, be smart. I'm just saying be smart. Uh, Chris, we're talking about mansion parties. The police say you're taking your own light, your life into your own hands. What? That's not how they worded it, though. They, they said, said anyone who attends risks their own demise. If you attend, you risk your own, own demise, demise, according to the PD. Hi, Chris. What's up, How's Chris? Hey. Um, yeah, when, when I was younger, I mean, we used to go to, I used to be in a party crew. And I, I'm like 34 now. But um, like when I used to, when I was younger, we used to be, we used to be in a party crew and, um, we used to go to parties we didn't know all the time, but, I mean, it, it is kind of risky, but, I mean, it's not really as big as they're, like, making it. Like, I, Nico, I think Nico's right. Like, they are kind of panicking over nothing. All right. Cru- what what is a around. party crew? Cruise around, right? And No, um, we were, well, it was, like, groups of parties, uh... <laughs> the party, the party crew that I was in, like we used to be called TGS. It used to stand for Texas Gets Them. <laughs> but uh, it was just like okay. <laughs> it was like a group of people that used to par- go go around throwing parties and having fun. But like we used to go to parties that people would invite us to on Facebook or MySpace and. I mean, yeah, I mean that dating would, yourself there, aren't that you? That would happen, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Now we're buying face cream, aren't we, yeah. Chris? <laughs> no, but I mean, it's not really that big of a deal. It's just you kind of pick 
pick pick who you hang out with, like, right. and you end up going to good parties. But I mean, it's not it's not as big as what they're making it out to be. Maybe at this one place, but I mean, it's, I I uh, I, th- I think I think there is something to uh, <laughs> this one place because it seems like the police want to say that without really saying it. Stay away from the drug dealer mansion that's way out on. It kind of uh, does. It's like a street kinda that I'd never even heard of in my life. Yeah, what was that? Fort Defiance. I think it's it was a cool street. <laughs> that's a cool street yeah. name, but I live on Fort Defiance. Away from the parties over there. All right. Oh, yeah, and a lot, a lot of the houses out there, like they're they're owned by drug dealers. I used to deliver stuff out there when I first started working, and a lot of the people out there. Look wait, like wait, wait. When you say you deliver stuff? stuff out there, what are you talking about? Was it drugs? <laughs> I, 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 used to, I used to deliver um, like prescriptions for like uh, kind of like for hospice. Oh, oh okay. okay. So you were right. delivering yeah, drugs. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Thanks Chris. Chris. Thank you. And let's talk to Marissa. We're talking more about the uh, police warning and some of the concern about uh, mansion parties and house parties that get promoted on social media. And the police says you're taking, how, how, how did they word it again? Risking your own demise. Risking Risk your, your own, own demise. demise. Hi, Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Hi, sir. Um, personally, as a mom of four teenagers, this isn't the first time this mansion party has came up in my household. Oh, really? Um, yeah. This, um, this one of my friends house. of mine, she, she actually went to one of these house parties. She had to go pick her 16-year-old up daughter, like you said, in the middle of nowhere, exactly on that street. And we looked it up on Facebook, and we found this guy. And, yeah, it was it was a situation in this woman's household. Um me personally, um, I think social media is a big impact. Everybody wants to be the cool kid. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be the cool kid. Good for you for doing your research on that. I mean, um, yeah, me and this other mom, we we actually looked up into it, and you're absolutely correct. It's a it's a mansion. It's huge, yeah. and it's owned by this gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, all these kids get invited up on Instagram. Um, my kids have showed me the posts. My kids have shown me pictures that go on at this house, and it is definitely something to be aware of. Now, on Nico's side, you know, we're in the older crowd. When we were getting invited to house parties, it was word of mouth. So it was people that we know. But mm-hmm. now these kids have thousands of followers on Facebook. Right. We don't know all those thousands of people. Yeah, totally. absolutely. Good point. Don't know what you're getting yourself into. Hey, Marissa, yeah. to your knowledge, who's running the thing? Is there any? So the guy, the guy who's the homeowner is in prison. Uh, he yes, got sir. sent away for for have, for running a drug pipeline from El Paso to Connecticut. So it's not him. Did it seem like there was a responsible party there? That was. Um, a, a we real? looked up the like there, there's there's responsible people. There's adults there. There is adults there. Well, are we talking about like I mean, technically a twenty. 20- three-year-old is an adult i'm talking yes. about somebody um, who's more in a position of responsibility are there parents you know maybe <laughs> of anybody it's a really age don't matter it depends if that switch clicks you can be 45 years old and still act like you're 20 sir yeah that's a good point too yeah. but if there's teenagers going to a party where 45 year olds are also hanging out then that's just weird that exactly that's a red flag right there sir Unless the the forty five year old is the parent who's making sure that all the kids who are underage are only drinking lemonade without any huh. without it being spiked or anything. But yeah, now uh-huh. I do sound uh-huh. now I do sound eight. <laughs> right. Okay, all right, Marissa. Thanks, thank you Marissa. for the call. Uh, Hi, Marissa. That was a really interesting. Yeah, that was uh, that was great hearing from because it sounds like this house might spe- you know specifically be promoting the parties. 
But it's not the guy. She must have found the same guy that you found uh, doing some research on this yesterday, Buzz. Buzz, what were the parties like in Oak Mulgee, Oklahoma? Uh, the ones that I was not cool enough to get invited to, I couldn't <laughs> tell you. <laughs> So the ones really? that I did get invited to were mostly with my church youth group. <laughs> and I think the worst we ever did was we were at somebody's house and we weren't supervised and somebody put on the exorcist. <gasps> <laughs> but as far as drinking or drugs, nah, I forgot that just, pretty much Baptists are like Mormons when it comes to stuff. Like you can't drink, you can't drink coffee, right? No caffeine. What, Baptists? Right. You can drink coffee. Oh, okay. Um, so you didn't go to parties until you went to college? Uh, Did you even go to parties at Oklahoma Baptist University? First of all, you couldn't call them a party. You had to call them uh, an off-campus function. <laughs> 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 if you if you use the P word, they were on to you. Is, so. is that an alcohol-free campus, too? It doesn't... Is oh, it yeah, you could definitely... Uh, when I was there, you could definitely be uh, expelled. For having alcohol on campus, mm. you could not have girls in the door in the boys' dorm, and vice versa with the girls' dorm. It was you know it was pretty strict. Um, before we go to break, though, Joanne, I just want to give you something. Maybe you can use this on a recycler, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Here goes. Got joke theater. Got joke theater. Hey, I'm uh, thinking about renaming my dogs. I'm going to name them Timex and Rolex. Really? Oh, why? Why? I want watchdogs. <laughs> <laughs> Dad joke. Kaylee El Paso. You know what I was thinking during yesterday's meeting? What's that? I did just. Like the next day after we have a morning show meeting, I should just write, read all the notes that I wrote down. Just to, what notes did you write down from yesterday's meeting? It was a pretty yeah, yeah, short yeah. meeting. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. Uh, White Snake canceled from the Scorpions tour. I found uh, that out. So. You found that out barely at the meeting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And are they going to be replaced by anybody? Did you not see the email? Don't know yet. No, I didn't know about Don't it until know. in the meeting yesterday. Don't know if they're going to replace somebody. Well, because they've are. Yes, we don't know who they're if they're replacing White Snake. But what if you just bought the ticket? Oh yeah, I like Scorpions, but it, I'm really buying the like ticket because I love White Snake. Are they going to offer refunds? That's the kind of thing we don't know. We've got one more week left in red. Well, a little more than a week left for the Iron Maiden Flyway, and this is the trip to Denver that KLAQ's given away with BMG Music. So we've got every day this week through the weekend, every day next week, including next weekend, and then we're going to get a winner. So uh, three times a day, every day, we are doing registration. Listen for code words at. I'll even give you the approximate time: ten fifteen a.m. Approximately 2.15 a.m., uh, p.m. rather, and 5.15 p.m. So once you hear those code words, tap the Rocky Mountain Maiden button on the KLAQ mobile app. This is a mobile app uh, required contest. Enter the code. The more codes you entered, uh, the more registrations you have, better chance to win. This trip includes airfare for you and a guest. 
hotel for two nights, two tickets to the Iron Maiden show at Ball Arena, two commemorative tour T-shirts, $500 spending cash from KLAQ and Town Square Media. And the date of the show is going to be September 17th. So just a week after Iron Maiden's in El Paso, we want to send somebody and a guest to go see him in Denver. But we got all next week. And then the next weekend, and then after that, we're going to get a winner. Download the KLAQ mobile app on your iPhone through the App Store or your Android through the Google Play Store. I was going to write about Iron Maiden the other day Mm -hmm. because uh, their very famous mascot, Eddie, who everybody knows Eddie, right, uh, just showed up in July in his first comic book appearance in in X-Men, actually. X-Men Hellfire Gala Number 1, July 1st, it came out. Eddie shows up at a party with uh, Deadpool and Spider-Man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And is it supposed to be the real Eddie? Yeah. Because somebody says, you can be honest, I'm just hallucinating you, right, Eddie? (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, right? Saturday, Cowboys' uh, first preseason game, and that is also in Denver. Since we're talking about Denver, you can listen to Cowboys football starting this Saturday with their first preseason game. On 95.5 KLAQ, your radio home for Dallas Cowboys football in El Paso. The only three preseason games this year. The regular season is one month from today, guys. Think about that. In one month, the Cowboys are going to open their season at home against Tom Brady and Buccaneers. And we will bring you every Cowboy game, every preseason and postgame, our uh, pregame and postgame. Dallas Cowboys football on KLAQ is brought to you by Miller Lite, Comfort Zone Heating and Cooling, and Speaking Rock Entertainment Center. Joanna, there's an article at KLAQ.com that you put up I want to ask you about. What is this we- this weird look? It looks like a costume shop, but it's not like like a Spirit Halloween store. It looks a lot it's more... Not. It looks just a lot funkier than that, right? They got a mask from... From the John Carpenter movie, They Live, which is awesome. What is this place? Have you never heard of Red Door Vintage? uh, I mean, I see it in your article, but other than that, no. You've never. So it's this really great shop that kind of specializes in like horror stuff, props, makeup, art, accessories, oddities as well. Uh, Back in July, they were broken into. On their mm-hmm. Montana location. Joanna, I was trying to tell Buzz and explain that location. It's, it used to be a famous dry cleaner, right? I don't know what it was before. <laughs> it's right here. Right here. But it was on... It kind of looks like Mon- a head shop in a way. But, I mean, it's got well, t-shirts. It's got all kinds of stuff, yeah. it looks like. It, got, it has a lot of great stuff. And Is it a head the, shop? No, no. It's not a head shop. It's the, a vintage The store. owner, Leticia, she, uh, she does a lot of, like, uh, makeup and stuff. Like visual effects makeup. Okay, cool. And it's really great. And she's actually who I'm trying to get to see if she can do our makeup for Halloween. Oh, cool. For the Halloween parade. She's super nice. And it's uh, very unfortunate because there's a lot of people in the community that love this store and it was broken into in it July. It was broken into. And then unfortunately, she did say that the police weren't doing much about it. But did you know, they steal things or? They did, or, yeah. Okay. But they and also kind of vandalized They them. vandalized the, the area. She said that there was like a, a crime spree happening in that area. So she just decided, you know what, I'm going to move and she's moved now she's gonna have she has a new location it's gonna be opening up next week on august 15th Woo! she is now at sunland park mall oh okay 
It looks nice, and too. And it's a much bigger space. Yeah. She says that she has much more space to do the things that she loves, like her makeup, the sewing. She does a lot of, like, the original shirts you'll see or some of the original uh, props you'll see. She does a lot of that. It, it, it's a real vintage store where, like, things that you can find there are, are from an old decade. I mean, it's... Li- and there, I just have a ton of pictures that she sent me there. I want to check it out. You should. Actually, Buzz would like that one. <laughs> I think he would, Buzz. Are you, Joanna, I know you're the queen of Halloween. What's up? You really are. Thank you. But have you been the queen of Halloween long enough that you remember the People's Emporium? I if do. I were, do you? Yes. Oh, my. Nico, you know People's uh, Emporium? That's where my this mom is got where my I used costumes. to go for my costume yeah. every year. Oh, Megan, really? you're relatively so new in town. It's this when it closed, yeah. building. It's like closed. a warehouse. Yeah, it's, it's been closed, been closed for, for like years. 20 years. I mean, it's been closed a long time. Now I don't know where to get my costume. Well, apparently you haven't gotten a costume there in 20 years, so. But it was so big, and they just had so many costumes, and it wasn't like, you know, if you go in a Spirit Halloween store, you're going to see basically what they the have in every. Same plastic, yeah. What they've decided to put out. You can find some good stuff there, but it's just every yeah. Spirit Halloween store is going to basically have the same thing. People's Emporium, Amazing. you had no idea, and oh, so nice. much of it. You would go in and be like, ah, oh, it's. So bizarre. I'm looking for like a pig mask, but I want the pig mask to be red instead of pink. It's like, God, it was got like it. Two, <laughs> How do they have a that? Two story building. Two story building. Oh, man. And it's not what was downstairs? Anymore? Didn't they have like a bookstore either right next to it? Like a used bookstore that was also I on that block? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, there was. Yeah, right? God, oh, that's the kind of place. It's the passage of time. That right. is a yesteryear yes. type yes. of place. But it I sounds like this is kind of in the spirit of People's Emporium kind of like in a way. And she does make costumes, though. She makes costumes. Yeah. So you could hire you could Leticia hire. to make your costume. Yes. Or to do your makeup. But she's great, yeah. How about this? We're talking about what we're going to be for Halloween for the KLAQ Halloween Parade. Mm-hmm. Let's don't. Let's don't officially put it out there yet. I was going to tell you the same thing. Like, let's not announce it. Could we give options of what we're thinking about? (sighs) We already decided yesterday. Oh, is is that official? That's locked in. That's what you said. You know how fungible Buzz can get. That's true, yeah. (laughs) What does fungible mean? I don't even know. (laughs) Like a fungible token? I'm trying to be (laughs) non-fungible. When the hell did the People's Emporium close? Right? Uh... Like in the 2000s? Probably. No. Like before the yeah. 2000s. Yeah, I, was, I bet you it was like the 2000s. Can you find anything on People's Emporium? This place. Um, well, our very own Monica wrote an article last year on it, mm. but she doesn't say when it closed down. Well. She just says it closed years ago. That place was absolutely I magical. Loved it. Uh, let me see what else is over at KLAQ.com. Our website is updated multiple times every day, so there's always something new. You can see a little bit of the video from the Texas church that did an anti-gay version of Hamilton, <laughs> <laughs> the musical. And so, uh, so they were they're cool. allowed to perform it. They're not allowed to put it up, so they had to take it off their YouTube and their social media. You can see a little bit of what it was like. <laughs> Uh, based on a news story that they did that included the video, but the video's not up there anymore. And I got to tell you, the production value for a church uh, production, 
pretty good. seems pretty high quality, which leads me to believe that there are a lot of gay members of that church who must have helped out because there's no way. For the costume. With the, the costuming, costume. the set design, and the, even the makeup the and makeup everything, there's great. no way they the could have put acting. on such a quality production. Yeah, acting was not bad either. Yeah, the singing, you know, you could tell it wasn't Broadway level, but Did still you guys good. watch the whole thing? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Okay, so they are cool with Hamilton being of a different race than he originally was. But they're not cool. The church is very much, I get the feeling that it is a very multiracial church. It okay. seems like there are a lot of Latinos, a lot of Africans. So they're cool with like, the race thing. Yeah, it seems cool like they're the very cool. This is the, it's just the gay thing. This is the door, I believe, Plano or McAllen, I don't remember, somewhere around Dallas anyway. Uh, it seems like they're cool with that. But at some point in the play, a preacher gets on and starts uh, going off about homosexuality and how that's as bad as drug addiction or you know any other sin and so once the hamilton people in new york heard about that because anytime you go to a broadway play you're seeing the result of dozens of gay individuals right. who have been a part of every you know everything actors writers set, set designers makeup artists is just you know so they didn't like that there was an anti-gay message attached to this musical i did not know that churches are exempt they can they can perform plays and musicals without permission they have that uh special privilege because they're as long as it's not as long videotape or streaming they don't videotape it or stream it so what was was the name of the church again the door uh, the next thing that they put on should be the doors movie with val kilmer well they did the greatest showman a couple years ago and i did find some video of that and again (laughs) amazing I mean, if if this I was your if this scene. was your community, hey, one of the gayest movies ever. You're right. Kind if, of, if yeah. this was your community theater production, you would be very proud of your community theater, and that's why I say there's no way there aren't some closeted gays at this church that help out with this production. It's the only way it makes any sense whatsoever. Uh, is anybody kind of waiting until? Somebody, whoever it is, starts listing whatever it was that they found at Mar-a-Lago. That happened on Monday, that raid. And we know there were 12 boxes. They had removed 15 boxes back in January. Uh, but so far, they're not... Oh, you mean the boxes. I thought you meant, like, somebody starts spilling, like, what they saw at the house. Like the tea? Is yes. Somebody there start spilling the tea about like, this thing? There were all these statues of the David. Just the statues of the David. Wait, are you saying that's true? No, I'm just saying, like, what if people? Oh, say, there's like, uh, gotta be a bunch, uh, lots, lots of statues of David, uh, 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 and they were all plated. gold, yeah, <laughs> with Trump's face. Yes, <laughs> they replaced it with Trump's face on the David statue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we got to do something about that dong. Yep, it's got to be bigger. <laughs> got to be bigger. <laughs> got to be huge. Here are some of the other things they found with the search warrant of Trump's Mar-a-Lago. Tiny gloves, Jeffrey Epstein's penis, Hillary's emails, Obama's birth certificate, adult diaper autographed by Putin, a Costco bag of Funyuns, the Fifth Amendment, all the Choco Tacos, Miss Universe Love the morning show. Buzz Adams in the morning. You know, I, I'll listen to the music later on. I listen to the morning show to hear you guys. This is the morning show. Yeah, I'm bring up the news, talk about the news. On 95.5 KLAQ. All real Americans love the Buzz Adams morning show. And here they are. KLAQ. Morning show. Morning show. 
Nico's got a couple of comedy gigs, and this would probably be a good time just to promote all the comedy that's going to be going on this weekend. Yeah, definitely. And next week, too. Yeah. So let me do the uh, the comic strip. Ty Rivera headlining the comic strip this week, one of the biggest touring comics in the yes, country right now is Ty Rivera. is the self-proclaimed greatest gay stand-up comedian in the world. Yeah. I can't I'm just even, telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to challenge that. That's on his website. I'm just saying that's what he says. No, yeah, probably not. I mean, can you think of any? Gay comedians? Yeah. Like where that's kind of their their shtick? Yeah. Ellen. Yeah, <laughs> there, okay, you go. there you Ellen. go. Ellen. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Ty Rivera this week. Next week, Carlos Mencia returns. Woo, and that's going to be uh, a four-day gig. So make sure you check out... Carlos Mencia, Ty Rivera, though, this weekend, you can find out uh, schedules at laughtonight.com. You can pretty much spell that any way you want to. Right. Bart has the... Or go to El Paso Comic Strip. Go to El Paso. It redirects to the same place now. Nico's got uh, comedy. He's opening up for John Polar Bear Gonzalez on Friday. That's right. Joanna, are you a fan of Polar Bear? I am. I follow him on TikTok. He is a TikTok, Instagram viral star who is touring the country with comedy now. Uh, a good buddy of mine, he will be performing in Las Cruces on Friday at Picacho Brewery, where I'll get to be opening for him. All right. Ooh, Very good. So that is fun. not a, that's not an open mic. That is, that not, is that's a full-on comedy That's show. a comedy show. Saturday, you've got an open mic. I do. I love open mics. That's where I got started. But since I've been on the show, I don't have a chance to do them as much uh, anymore. So these uh, these days, I'm doing them on the weekends. And anybody out there, if you've ever thought about trying stand-up comedy, if you just wanted to get into uh, in front of a microphone and just say one or two jokes, uh, come on down. Saturday, we'll be at Blazing Tree Brewery, uh, 11426 Rojas Drive off of Lee Trevino. And it's starts at 9 p.m. The show does uh, sign-ups are at 8.30. I'll be hosting and uh, it's super fun. It's just a, it's a really good time. And delicious drinks at the brewery. We even had a, a, a retired teacher show up last time just because he heard this on the radio and uh, he's going to start coming out now. So, what? How, at any age. You know what? I bet people. you never get out there a retired doctor. You know why? He just doesn't have the patience. <laughs> 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 Nice. That was so dumb. Um, <laughs> Dad joke. <laughs> yeah, I guess she still got her. Somehow you still got her. I just got her number somehow. Yeah. Uh, Megan, to answer your question, uh, sign-ups, there is about, usually the last time there's 10 to 12 people who signed up for the open mic. And uh, it was a packed bar. So it was about 20 to 30 people. Uh, inside drinking. So that can make it a little challenging every once in a while for the first timers. Uh, but still a great experience, good beer, and fun times. That's how, that's how comedians get started. It is. I mean, Just, that's pretty much the way you do it. it. It could be an open mic at a comedy club or someplace else, but you talk to anybody. Jerry Seinfeld did an open mic. <laughs> where there's literally just an open microphone <laughs> where you walk up and people expect you to say something. This is a story I know we've been following. So there was a shooting at a mansion party, and that led to the police putting out a statement this week saying if you go to a, uh, a house party or a mansion party that you find out about on social media, you are risking your own demise, I think was dun, the, dun, dun. the wording that they used. Yeah, very ominous. There was. Uh, so I'm going to have this article going up later today. There is a legitimate, like, drug lord mansion. Mm -hmm. And I say that because the owner is a convicted drug trafficker. 
And that was where party's been going. And I think that's probably why county commissioners voted a couple of weeks ago to extend a curfew to the unincorporated areas because this thing is out there in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a shooting following a party at this mansion, and we're finding out more. It's sounding like it was a friend accidentally shot a friend. Oh, uh, no, because supposedly two people left the party. Well, you were saying a reporter from Channel 7 went out to uh, Album Park, and yep. they were going to find out more about this, and there was a – they didn't know, but when they got out there, there was a memorial service mm-hmm. going on for the, the young man who was shot. And these are both like 20 – 21-year-old guys. 21-year-old, yep. 21-year-old Cisco Rodriguez was shot. Uh, Isaac Carlos was arrested. So here's what the police are saying uh, happened. And we had heard that they had gone to the party together. You know, you wonder how does one guy end up shooting another? It sounds like it was a terrible, terrible series of choices and, and a dreadful accident. So according to a witness inside the car... Two people were in the back seat shooting a small handgun into the air from outside a window. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh, r- right there. That is irresponsible uh, handling of a dangerous weapon. At one point, the witness told investigators he heard a loud gunshot and then heard uh, Isaac Carlos, the man who was arrested, ask the driver, Zay, did I shoot you? The witness says he looked at the driver who immediately slumped over unconscious while driving. So it sounds like, uh, you know, this was a, a, a tragic accident, but also there's some, clearly some negligence going on there if the witness is uh, telling the truth about this. Uh, investigators say Carlos, the witness that told him this, another man and a an underage female, it says a juvenile f- female fled the scene, shortly after dropping off Rodriguez. So their friend got shot and they dumped him at the uh, east campus of Providence and then took off. So, Wow. But uh, police, uh, you know, didn't hedge it any. They said, if you're going out to these house parties, a lot of trouble has happened at them. This one, this particular residence, police have been called out there 20 times in one year. And they had other cases where gunfire had gotten involved in other parties at other places. So, uh, and they're specifically being going promoted on social media. Yeah, promoted That's on social media. Part of the puzzle. Joanna, Megan, what were the house parties like when you guys were growing up? And were you, were you uh, ever at sketchy ones? Um, you know. Bay City, uh, Michigan house parties. <laughs> what, 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 what is Bay City? Yeah. Is I that mean, like a uh-oh. ritzy area or something? No, no. No, no. it's Bay City. Bay I don't know what that is. Or is it no, like a small just, town? It's just a small Midwest town. I mean, we would go get a bottle of Burnett's and mix it with Mountain Dew and <laughs> call it a day. <laughs> Joanna? Boone's Farm. Um, I didn't really party a lot. Okay. Because I hung out with my parents, who would then take us to Juarez. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow, and at my aunt's house, it always turned into a party. Oh, okay. So, so you go okay. over to see family. Yeah. You know what? That is I true. I thought they were taking you to Fred's or something. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Fred. Right. Have you been to Fred's? No. Or the Derby? that didn't exist anymore by the time it was time for me to Fred's go out there. Fred's was already gone by the time. Yeah, I guess that. What's Fred's? Is see? it a well-known... I know Juarez the, bar that a lot of American kids would head over El to. El Sfinque. Sfinque was one. The yeah. Dirty Derby. Mm-hmm. Chamucos. Reno's. Reno's. 
Was um, there a senior frogs there? Or a senior no, senior <laughs> frogs. The one Carton goes to all the time. No, no, that's uh, senior, Casa that Bonita. A, oh, that's right. <laughs> But isn't it true, Buzz, when we when we have had a social function with Joanna, she brings her sister and her mom, and they are able to party as like a family. as a family. And like, they're there as a family unit. unit. I love that. Oh, no, it, it weirds me and Buzz out. Cause it like, does weird you. Your mom's is, there. You guys bring this up so much. Yeah. How can you party with your mom? This is weird. I've been partying with my mom since I was in the womb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joanna. I would totally party with my parents if they lived here. I love partying with my parents. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would probably choose to hang out with them over... The only party that I would be at with either one of my parents uh-huh. involved a birthday cake, <laughs> oh. presents... Or Jesus. And Jesus. <laughs> Save room for the Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, you can't say the two words house party in that order without me thinking of kid and play. <laughs> <laughs> I guess former movie star, American movie star, Steven Seagal is now officially going to sites that the Russians attacked and doing propaganda for Putin and the Russians. Uh, Steven Seagal is doing PR for Vladimir Putin. He was at a site that was the massacre of more than 50 Ukrainians pushing conspiracy theories that it was actually the Ukrainians. So he's... I mean, in the same week that Alex Jones has to pay out like $50 million, Stephen Sokol is over there saying, well, this was a false flag attack where over 50 Ukrainians died. So uh, do people forget that Russia was our arch nemesis for like years? I mean, Russia also illegally invaded so many countries back in, I mean, like back in the 40s when it was World War II. I mean, this all happened and then what what was it the 90s when they received their independence 91 91 or well i mean independence, in, but that's in when the, in the 40s they were mostly protecting their their territory from the nazis right, right. so that's what no, but they were also invading the baltic countries and they were also invading countries I, and doing exactly what they just did to ukraine i guess Absolutely. My, my question is at what point do we revoke steven seagal's citizenship and we just say oh yeah you're, you're, not, you're, you're not welcome back yeah you're not welcome you're a traitor or Trick him, tell him we're going to give him an award, get him back, arrest him, and say, now nah, we'll swap for Brittany Griner. And you want Steven Seagal? Give us Brittany Griner. You know Griner. what's so much, so much more disingenuous about this is that he made so many action movies where he played a SEAL Team 6 member. or Everybody a, always fighting in America. American. Whatever it was, it was very patriotic. They were definitely fighting for what was best for America. For freedom. Yeah. And, and he's over in Ukraine doing Russian propaganda. Communist, communist propaganda. Follow the money. He's getting paid by someone. Oh, of course. Yeah, but he he also could very... choose not to do it. Yeah, he could have a I mean, conscience. He's not just doing it. He's a traitor. I mean, essentially, you become a traitor at that point. Well, uh, it's got a photo there of Steven Seagal. So if he's acting like a gigantic piece of crap, it's fitting that he looks like a gigantic <laughs> piece of crap. <laughs> so uh, that's going on. But, but do, you, do you know what I mean? How we have stopped thinking of Russia, one, as communist. I'm not even sure people even well, think of Russia well, as communist anymore. The Soviet Union fell. And a lot of their, you know, Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union. So you could imagine it as a state. The sphere of influence. Yeah, yeah, right. And then there was a period of time where we didn't know what Russia was going to be. You know, that's when you got all these oligarchs that were making a lot of money. And Putin wasn't in charge for a few years. 
There were other people in charge. Boris Yeltsin. Boris Yeltsin, who would get drunk <laughs> everywhere. Well, when Putin took over, Putin is an old KGB man who still wishes for the days when Russia was a superpower. Mm -hmm. You know, when it was Russia, Soviet Union, and the United States. Uh, so, yeah, I, it's really odd when you see somebody arguing in favor of Putin and in favor of the Russians, and then they call somebody who disagrees with them a communist, communist. or Marxist. A, that's a very weird flex right. for somebody. In America, do. liberals are communists and Marxists, but in Russia, they're what? What? Capitalists? Allies? Friends? What, what, what I'm saying is to a lot of people who disagree with liberal, they call liberals, leftists, Marxists, communists. Those same people are probably pro-Russian in some sense or... Well, Americans who are pro-Russian, I think a lot of them are pro-Russian for a number of reasons. Some of them because Trump is. You know, a lot of the MAGA world is like, oh, Trump likes Putin, therefore I like Putin. It goes no further than that. There's some people that like that Putin is uh, doesn't take any crap, you know? It's yeah. a, like he doesn't. Well, dictators they don't take like a lot of crap. strong men. Yeah. They like dictate. Dictators don't take crap. So I think there's uh, Putin has taken uh, the Soviet Union a very anti-gay direction. Right. I don't know how gays fared under under the Soviet empire, well. but yeah. right. But whatever it is, I think some people like that. I think a lot of mm -hmm. some of these people you get. You're really dealing with some of the worst. The worst of kind of Americans like the fact that Russia is mostly Caucasian. You know, they right. see it almost as, hey, maybe someday we'll all leave and we'll go to Russia and maybe hmm. get a white homeland. So there are any number of reasons, but I don't think you can underestimate why so many people just see the former president admire this guy and decide if he admires him, I admire mm -hmm. him. End of story. I you mean, know, and that, the math is that simple. Thanks for putting in perspective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, have a great one, everybody. We're going to be back tomorrow, and we'll start at 6 o'clock. We're also going to have uh, Stephanie Valle in to talk about the latest Borderland Crimes podcast, which is going to uh, debut tomorrow as well. So that's on the way. Have a great one, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. So long until then. That's the show for today. The Book.